The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! What have you guys done all day? I sat at home crying. Um, Why? Because I was watching like Water for Chocolate, and when I watch that movie, I cry. Oh my Why god. Are we, okay. <laughs> wow. Why are you watching I'm that? kidding. No, I went to breakfast at uh, College Drive Cafe and then did some work and then came to go get you knuckle dicks or what I thought was getting two of you. No, I know. I know. But you had your own We had a little confusion, but it happens. That's it was my right. last day at El Moro, man. I know. It's so exciting for you, isn't it? Um, it is pretty exciting, it's actually. It's bittersweet. It is bittersweet. I've been there for almost three years. It's been and three? Almost three. Wow. Yeah. Um, it feels much longer. It, I, it's mainly because I've been drinking there since the night they opened. Yeah, that's without question. Yeah, I've yeah. never not been there five times a week. <laughs> it's just for the last two and a half to, I don't know, however many months that is. They've been paying me for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was my last day and it was a lot of fun. It was bittersweet. I made a ton of money, though. Good. God, people were feeling very generous on my last day. It was awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And as is tradition <laughs> in El Moro, they try to give you a pie to the face yes not a weinstein <clears throat> style pie like an actual pie <laughs> no it wasn't that no that would have gone really poorly for someone <laughs> but uh yeah, you're too fast they'd be like they have to catch you and go all right wait a minute which i don't <laughs> think i'm fast anymore but i had this amazing moment uh i was outside smoke so it was a cat and mouse game me getting out of there without getting pied the whole time like i'm trying to close <laughs> and i'm like joel here's twenty dollars go get my coat from the back and then he's like, oh, I can't find your coat. And I'm like, fuck you. You're in on it. <laughs> and I, <laughs> So I go outside with Margaret, who I'm training to be my replacement. She's the new Bobby. And uh, we're smoking a cigarette. Uh, she and Jess are standing out there smoking a cigarette with me. And I hear the screech of a spider monkey all of a sudden. But it turns out it's just little Nano from the kitchen, who is five foot two. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, I mean, soaking wet. He comes squawking at me with a pie in his hand. (laughs) I didn't think I had this in me at 45 and beat up and, you know, recovering from all the things I'm recovering from. But I changed levels on that little fucker. (laughs) And the next thing, the pie goes right over my head. He's on my shoulder. His girlfriend, Margaret, is covered in freaking whipped cream nice and i'm just spinning him around on main street but <laughs> he did manage to get some on my coat oh so and it's a yeah. wool coat you're a fan of wool coats yeah so no, it was my pea coat. it was my 60 dollar amazon pea coat i think i'll be okay <laughs> but uh yeah it was a lot of fun and, well uh, what about you blake what were you doing today oh yeah blake 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 crouches back everybody should we just do some intros let's Shut my, we might as well you know here's the thing though <laughs> we're doing the whiskey reel yes welcome back everyone uh we're gonna go around the table i'll give some introductions to my left is mr sean moriarty mr jason stakums the chudster my chud monot my chuddy buddy (laughs) the chuddy the captain of the ss (laughs) chudinsky to my right 
<laughs> he needs no introduction. So to his <laughs> right, his right. <laughs> now, of course, Thanks, it's Henny. Mr. Antonio Branderas. Thanks, Henny Youngman. Aaron Antonio Branderas. <laughs> uh, but we are being joined. Uh, we don't often do this. Uh, we're going to have a special guest today, a uh, friend of the podcast, his second time on the podcast, Mr. Blake wow, Crouch. Wow, he came back. Blake Crouching yeah, Tiger <laughs> was lured back. Has been lured back to spend a time with us degenerates. Yeah. Um, Not only that, but to let us into your, but to let us know where you live. Yeah, now we know where you live, homie. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. might have been a massive mistake. <laughs> it was a huge mistake. <laughs> You've had better ideas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Recursion 8, uh, which I, I still, well. yeah. I still I haven't seen 1 through 7. I swear I'm going to get to it, Blake. I swear, and I, and I refuse to vote on Goodreads.com until I read the first seven and then eight. It's just a reboot of the first one. Oh, shit. Oh, of course. We'll That's talk about reboots at. later, too, because Sean and I attended the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um, oh, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Picture show or whatever the yes. cheesed off name they were calling. <laughs> so, Blake, how's your day been, bud? Not bad. Did a little uh, jaunt up Smelter Mountain. Uh, one, maybe one of the last hikes of the year. So yeah, dude. Big snow's coming. Trying to get that in. Uh, got a bunch of family and friends coming in for Thanksgiving, so we're on full. You said prep. nine. You said nine people are coming. <clears throat> nine people coming. That's a lot. But the good news is it's going to apparently snow from Wednesday through Saturday, so there'll be nothing to do but just be Stare here. Stare at each other. <laughs> just be here and relieve, or relive like old, really bad moments in but your life. I feel like you guys have awesome. enough rooms here at Castle Crouch to like spread everybody out and I not mean, have to look at each other. I mean, we probably do, but they all tend to congregate in the kitchen. Of course. Of course. That's where the, the heart of the, the food home, is. Dog. Exactly. As Jackie's cooking, yeah. and, and that typically does not go well. And by the way, Jackie, She doesn't need help. She right. doesn't need help. But everybody Sorry, wants to, to help. I just had to say that. <laughs> putting, that out into the, putting that out into the ether. Into the ether. Well, I read her menu and she told me about it a few minutes ago and it sounds absolutely delectable. It sounds wonderful. It's going to be delightful. I'm, I'm, I, I think you guys are off to a good start. I think so. Kind of a Moroccan Conceptually. themed uh, concept. Do they do Thanksgiving awesome. in Morocco? No. I no, it's just that's no. the genre of food they're Does using for Thanksgiving. Does anybody know anything about Morocco? Uh, my business partner's there right now, climbing. He says it's amazing. Yeah, I, like I don't know anything about. Have like, you seen the, the movie Casablanca? Blanca. <laughs> that, but that, that, leaps, that leaps to mind. That can't be the end all be all of Morocco. That's all I want to know about it. That's all movie. I want to know about it. Yeah. Is the romance? They of have one Casablanca. bar. Yes, one bar and with one. Pima. I'm assuming a bunch of ex Nazis. Of course, you know They're that's everywhere. my yeah. Of course, yeah. I there's one under the table. Expats. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Morocco and Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I'm in Argentina and the cab driver's like, so what the hell are you from? I'm like, oh. Hey, oh, oh, okay, buddy. Yo, Sorry, daddy. Klaus. Jews. <laughs> Sorry, Klaus. I mean, that's terrible, but <laughs> it's true. Klaus Mendoza. <laughs> Where'd you get that name? Oh, God. Um, yeah, we're going to jump in. Bobby, since it was his last day and he was celebratory because oh, people gave him a bunch of money for his last day. I know for doing. They're like, remember nothing. all that shitty tipping we did for you <laughs> for the last two and a half years? We'll make it up to you today. So he was, uh, he was kind enough to bring one of our favorites. I think we could all say that at the table. Um, this line we've done before, but not this particular one. So what Bobby, was our what what AD I, laws did I we do in the past? I think we did the four we we did the, the four just grand. the four grand. Yeah, the yeah. four. And I swear we did the rye. 
I don't think we did. I don't think Sakal. we did the rye the Sakal. No, we did not do that. Which, but, as a side note, is the best rye produced in the world. This today, is the light. This is the lavender label, isn't the rye the yellow label? Yeah, or, no, that's four greens. It's four called greens the Sakal. Sakal. Yeah, yeah the, there's the weeded. The weeded, uh, the hundred percent weeded one mm-hmm. that's um, that they do that has sort of a yellow label. But anyway, yes. Bobby, why'd you pick this and what's cracking? Well, um, first of all, I just wanted to buy a really nice bottle, and I wanted to buy something from Colorado. Um, I wanted to shop local. Well, not that I don't give a shit, but like I, I just wanted to. <laughs> I wanted Fuck to be a sustainability. I did want to be a good guest. Uh, Blake was kind enough to uh, allow us into his home, and so I picked one of my favorite distilleries and ad laws is by far one of my favorite distilleries these guys are i think just north of denver but they're essentially a denver distillery they do almost all local grains all of um, it from what i understand everything from yeah. the water to the grains are, are yeah. front range i mm-hmm. the corn and all, you know what i mean like oh. the they just they really do an amazing job of keeping things local and their product is fucking ridiculous it's so good um so this is the four grain straight bourbon but it's a finished version of the straight bourbon and it's finished in uh saturn saturn this is where aaron takes over to explain what a saturn is. yes that would be awesome (laughs) because he is our resident sommelier you get bloviate about this shit um saturn's great it's a dessert it's dessert wine. Uh, we all know dessert wine. There's ports and cherries. And Sautern is what they do in France for their dessert wine. It's this little tiny region in southern Rhone, just, just outside of Rhone, around the Kona. Um, they have their own allocation, their own AOC. So they have their own region where Sautern comes from. And <clears throat> Sautern generally is a blend of two grapes. There's Sauvignon Blanc, which everybody's heard of, and Semillon. Semillon is its own grape. And it, depending on the amount of semillon is kind of where the quality lies in Sauterne a lot of the time. So the more semillon it has in it typically is kind of the higher level of the producer. And what makes this special is it's a very small region that grows specific grapes just for this dessert wine. And it gets this shit called noble rot. And there's actually mold that forms on the grapes. And they press it after the mold has gotten onto the grapes. They, they, with the mold on the grapes? Yeah, grape they mold. encourage it. They, they try to, they'll spray the grapes down with water. They'll, they'll do things to actually perpetuate mold instead of yep. most, most vineyards you're like, we're trying to get rid of it. Of course. They allow some noble rot depending on the vintner and depending on who's doing what. They harvest with the mold on, press, bottle, and because what the mold does is it, it basically converts everything to sugar. So these grapes come out hyper sweet. And the finished product that they get, obviously using French oak, depending on the producer, how long it's held. There's, there's inexpensive Sauternes, and they're super yeah. expensive. The most expensive bottle of wine is a Sauterne. Um, mm-hmm. Chateau de Chem. Oh, is, per capita, right? Because is, you're getting, yeah, because you, know, like you only get a three seven three seven five yeah. mil. It's half a bottle, base, or even a one eight seven, which is a fourth of a regular yeah. bottle. So, um, why this is special is because there's still a tremendous amount of acidity in Sauterne, and it's a sugared sweet wine. It is so ridiculously awesome. Um, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of sweeter wines and the thing that people don't like it so it's too sweet it's like candy yeah the best dessert wines in the world i know blake's super you know knowledgeable about dessert wines as well by virtue of like ports the thing that makes a difference with them is the acid Mm. if it has good spine then it can carry the sugar 
if it doesn't, it's what we call flabby. And it turns into a candy bar, and that's not very exciting. So the barrels, after they hold this wine, Laws buys from the region of Sauternes and then barrels their whiskey in the barrels. So there's all that residual wine. So why, why would one do that? Um, it's going to change the, it's, it's like putting on a, it's like wearing the same shirt and pants and putting on a new jacket. Is that yeah. what gives it this beautiful uh, amber hue? The, it does the, have a, it definitely, it definitely ish almost. Yeah. And it's three and a half years in barrel. So by virtue of bourbon, it has to be two, right? This has an extra year plus on it. That's number one. It takes a while for the whiskey to integrate in the wood mm. and all the flavors of the wood. What makes Laws what they do, they have a rum barrel finished one too. You can actually taste what's being barreled beforehand. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll throw it out kitschy. Mm. Like this is a tequila barreled and you can't really taste it. Right. Yeah. You can taste Sauternes in this whiskey. Mm-hmm. You can taste rum in the other one. They do a great job, and it and it is whiskey. It's not too heady by virtue of there's too much going on. There's just this beautiful, just enough going on, honeyed Sauternes sort of vanilla thing that's specific to yeah. Sauternes that blows through the whiskey. Yeah, so but it like, rounds getting, off the harshness. It, it can't. It oak in general does. Yeah, oak. That's a great way to put it. Is yeah. and some are more quote unquote polished than others. Mm-hmm. When you take high grade whiskey like they make with mm-hmm. the four grain, yeah. and then you finish it in gangster ass Sauternes barrels. It's like, it's like fat on fat crime. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> you see it's that like, a lot in Wisconsin. It's like dipping your Philly cheesesteak in ranch. Oh yeah, just for the extra little gimme say, gimme. Say that again. Slower. Slower. What? Blake, I want to. I want you to give. So we put our last guests on the spot for. Uh, hey, just, what do you, what do you taste? And sure. Mm-hmm. Um, God bless those guys. We love them, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't really give us a big profile. So what are you getting out of here that we might not be or that Aaron hasn't talked about yet? I'm getting Christmas. Ooh, I'm getting I like that Christmas. There's some holiday spice. Some, some holiday yeah. spice. Yep. Um, I hear you. I, 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 you get that sweet wine, but it's more of how it changes. I think the character of the whiskey. Yeah. It, it definitely just. It, it's one of the reasons I I skew on the Scotch side of things versus bourbon. I like I like that Scotch feels more integrated in its flavors, and this seems to be going down that road. Um, it's just lovely. It, it, it's it's a, I'm getting like raisin and mm, a lot of, sort sure. of the, a lot of like yeah. really dark dried fruit. fruits. Yeah, I yeah. like that a lot. There's a weird star anise thing in mm-hmm. this that isn't in the foregrain. Like right. and that's got to yeah. be yeah. attributed gotta to be the sauternes. There's like the a star aging. anise on the nose and the palate. Yeah, it's got to. And that's what when you said Christmas, that's what popped into my head. Mm-hmm. So and we're not, not talking about a low octane. No, whiskey. This no, this is seven point five. No, the hundred proof. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is ninety five. Yeah. And I get. It, uh, you can't tell. Did you, any of you guys get on the nose like a uh, like one of those chocolates? That's a, it's a dark chocolate, but it has a cherry in it. But it's not like a. It's not like a maraschino cherry. It's like a sweet, like a dark chocolate, or a bit like of sardo or something. It's super like a Kinda. chocolate covered cherry. Yeah, it's like a chocolate covered cherry. Most, it, it, most, it, most but when I say that, I think about that <laughs> pink wrapper bullshit with the maraschino cherry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love know. those big bomb yeah. cherries. Those things are fucking awful. They're dude. so <laughs> rad. Like, it's like shitty chocolate covered cherries, yeah. but oh, in the best excellent. possible way. In the excellent. best possible way. I think, hey, hey, Laws, you guys can use that. Yeah. That's from New York Times bestseller. It's like shitty chocolate covered 
cherries. <laughs> this it's it's so well made, mm-hmm. and and I encourage all of you listening to buy a bottle to get what we're talking about. The yeah. shit ain't oh, cheap. Oh, and I For I sure. did make a promise. Shit ain't cheap. <clears throat> I made a promise earlier to yeah. This was close to eighty dollars. Um, I made a promise to Robert, the purveyor at Max Liquor. Yeah. One of our local uh, liquor stores. He was really, really incredible help, incredibly helpful, and uh, he actually loved the idea of our podcast. He's downloading it as we speak. Oh, really? And had some interest in maybe working together. Thanks, you know, Robert. On, yeah, he's he seemed like a really, really nice that, guy. That is one of those liquor stores in town. We've got obviously a ton of liquor stores we for do. being such a small town because we're all like degenerate alcoholics. <laughs> Max is the surprising one. It's a small, tiny little place, but their wine selection is ridiculous. Ridiculous for yeah. that little. Yeah. And they pack a lot of really interesting product mm-hmm. in a small building. I've always right been stuff. a fan of the, yeah. that that yeah. that place. It is. You know, they got gangsters, like they've got every orange swift wine, and the place is as big as like the room we're recording in. Yeah. yeah. You know, so good on you. Thank you, Robert. Thank yeah, you. Max. There's other yeah, spots in town you. that have Thank more you, space, but way shittier product. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Shan't we? Uh, so we got four of us here. We're we're gonna do our best to keep it under control, unlike last weekend. My apologies for last weekend. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to our we, audience. We you need it. to apologize to the green light weekend because you were <laughs> the dude, second podcast is kids, when we dude. were so fucked up. Fuck those kids, dog. <laughs> you're, you're, to I can understand you being so kids. mad at them for going into their house and just being mean to them for absolutely no reason. <laughs> You know, and, and, and you should, they should apologize for you doing that. For they're, sure. they're, they're, they're actually, they were great guys, but I did get, uh, that's why we don't record two episodes back to back anymore. Because no, when we're drinking whiskey for four hours, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Sure. Um, Someone's going to get pregnant. Yeah. Oh, uh, everybody's <laughs> getting pregnant. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy Morgan. Uh, but we, we usually go from whiskey, and again, laws, it ain't cheap, but I'm telling you right now, if you have a Man. father-in-law that hates you because you're biracial, <laughs> definitely pick up one of these bottles and bring it because he'll like you. Trust it's also, me. Like, I'm always skeptical of oh, Colorado distillery. It, basically, any distilleries that make bourbon that are outside of like, you know, yeah. Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> this is phenomenal. It I, stands like above the shoulders of almost anything mm-hmm. I've had from I, I will say their line for Colorado and God knows we've got eight trillion distilleries in Colorado now. I would probably say pretty comfortably as a line. I don't yeah. think anybody's fucking with laws. I don't no. think anyone's as close. a line. I, I I just don't see it. Maybe there might be one particular no, bourbon right. that stands out, but I, the the whole line is solid. Everything and it's Everything. consistent as shit. Like they don't have one that like oh this batch is so turned sucks. I've never heard that. And, and this is one of the two guys that started Stranahan's. Yeah, started this, Correct. which is why Stranahan's went down the shitter when they left. Yeah. One thing I really love about AD Laws is that when you drink their bourbon, it tastes like. 80 laws bourbon mm. like right. they have yeah, a that's, character that's a cool way to and put i don't that. know if it's it's the corn i don't know what it is but they're i mean it's i think it's a high corn content bourbon i don't know the exact mash bill but, but you're i get like 60 plus i get something? a lot more corn out of this than a lot of other whiskeys and normally that's kind of a turnoff for me but i their products are always so good and they always taste exactly like 80 laws that's a really good way to put that i never really thought of it like that but they do have a particular little thing that they do that nobody else does and yeah. i can't i can't and I'm, I'm not it, shitting but. on anyone but if like if i had a peach street and a breckenridge next to each other they're both good whiskeys 
but I might not be able to pull him out of a lineup, right? Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. You know yeah. this. You know, you know this. I would know AD Loss. Yeah. No, yeah, I've actually those two, are, those two are insanely close to each other. I've done blinds with Peach no, I know. Street and Brett, They're so close. And it's nearly impossible because the whatever Peach Street you're drinking tastes like the last batch of Breck that you had before yeah. this batch of Breck because of the consistency problems. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. doing it right, though. I remember when they first came into Durango, it was guys selling bottles out of his bag yeah. at point of sale, like over the counter to you just to get it on shelves. And now they've developed it into what's arguably the best respected yeah. distillery in Colorado. So I mean, good duff, on you. Duffel bag marketing works with very few products. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But especially yeah. in that Crystal magazine, magazine subscriptions, <laughs> candy bars, <laughs> anal beads, cookies made by, uh, made by, made by children you and anal sold beads? by children. Anal beads. Wow. Or I believe they're a I've never had anybody knock at my door and try to sell me anal beads. <laughs> no, no, you usually get them as a gift from your family. Yeah. The one time it happened, I opened the bag and it was like, dude, these are all in white. <laughs> what <laughs> sells Poor white anal beads? No, thanks. No. <laughs> oh. It's <laughs> a bad model. <laughs> you always get the doo doo browns, dude. Uh, oh, we're gonna go into media. We're gonna go into some media. I made Blake groan, so yeah. that's a really good sign. It's yeah. so hard to make him groan uh, nowadays. What have you been watching, Blake? Man, I want to. We were talking about it earlier, and because I have people close to me that are a big fan of this show, and I'm not worried about it getting ruined, I would love to hear. Like, I want you to sell me on Succession. It was. Uh, we all have these shows that friends and acquaintances are like, oh my God, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. Yeah. And, and usually I'm like, okay, fine. And I don't ever watch it. Or I do watch <laughs> it and then I'm like, wow, you have terrible taste. Wow, I hate you. <laughs> so uh, this was one of these that was so lauded. Uh, and and I, I can't remember what made me finally pull the trigger and start. I think it was cleaning up the house, like the kitchen. Oh, I know what it was. We had a bunch of uh, writers in for uh, this writer's retreat we do you know, about twice a year at the end of October. And I was literally looking at like five hours of cleaning up this kitchen. It's like, I have to do something or I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck it. Let's put on succession. All Let's right. give this a roll. And the first episode, it's good. It's not like, oh, my God, mic drop. I have to watch the next one. But then the next one is like, whoa, okay, you lean in a little closer. The third one, you're completely hardcore bought in. The general premise is it's almost a like a Rupert Murdoch type family. Okay. Where the patriarch played by Brian Cox is Baller. Baller, first Ugh. of all. Like, mm, is there a yeah. better actor? Mm, arguable. Played Hannibal. <laughs> I believe, yes, yes, his lector, his his lector was the toast of the 80s, as I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. In the Michael Mann directed Manhunter. Manhunter. Um, So anyway, this guy, the Brian Cox character is starting to have like some major signs of dementia and Mm -hmm. he has a stroke and his, we think he's going to die and he's in the hospital. So obviously you can't have a break in the chain of command and he has a bunch of shit kids who and are they're, all, they're multimedia right like tv fucking all they over, are like, like they're basically like news corp okay yeah. got they you. have got you. uh massive right-wing news stations they they're in movies they're in television Copy. They're just across the board uh so he has three kids and uh, one of them my favorite characters played by uh rory mcculkin yeah who's Unbelievable, dude! That kid's coming with it, man. That kid's always brought it, man. Yeah, 
I want to party with that guy. Yeah. Is oh, he God. the kid that was in Scott Pilgrim? Is yes. he that that cool yes. kid? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just for frame of reference. And saved. Scott. He was the kid that was in saved. Gotcha. And Igby goes down. He's no, the, the kid when saved was Macaulay Culkin. Oh, it was Maca- no, his brother was in it too. He was not in Home Thanks. Alone. Thanks, he was Sean. definitely not in Home Alone. I don't think Sean's seen <laughs> saved, but that's okay. Blake, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he played the old man in Home Alone. <laughs> Um, he played Bruce Stern. Yeah. <laughs> or no, wait, what's Bruce Stern's kid? It was Bruce Stern's kid. Yeah. Daniel Stern? Daniel Stern. I, okay, oh, not fuck, I'm an idiot. No, you're right. Oh. So we've both fucked up succession. once. Rory McCulkin. Succession. Rory Culkin, not McCulkin. I know. Blake actually said McCulkin tonight. I, I, I know. But he's allowed to say it because he's the guest. Didn't he play Lewis Gossett Jr. in Iron Eagle? I think he did. I think he did, too. And pulled it off. And quite frankly, it was an amazing performance. Blake. We digress. <laughs> Rory Culkin. Wait, is it Culkin or McCulkin? It's Culkin. It's Culkin. Okay. We'll fact check this. No, you, you, I got it right here. you totally earwormed me with that one. Like, it, I was just, McCulkin? It's Culkin. Yeah. McCulkin? But all these kids, so all these kids are sort of fighting over who's going to take control of sure. this massive corporation. And one of them, the one who's sort of first given the reins, is a complete cokehead and, and just destroys every meeting he's supposed to go to and it's almost like curb your enthusiasm level awkward to watch oh that's but in the best possible oh. way so i don't know I've, I've enjoyed this show more than anything i've seen probably like two years wow yeah. now i'm in succession a, now I'm, succession and this broadcast on hbo hbo okay i, I, I haven't seen it seasons. yet yeah. i haven't seen it yet. i now i'm going in deep because i've i love brian cox I love like Ryan he's Cox. worth the watch regardless. Oh my god! Just as in an actor, the twenty fifth hour, that uh, whole monologue dude. scene at the end, phenomenal! What a great movie! Nice, Spike. nice pull on twenty yeah. fifth hour. Yeah, but he also has a scene in Last Kiss Goodnight where the dog is licking its ass for thirty minutes, <laughs> 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 and he says like Agnes. That dog has been licking its ass for twenty minutes. I would submit that whatever was there. Is either gone or it's there to stay. <laughs> so I think we have a correction. Which Culkin did we think it was? Uh, Rory. And it's not. It's not Rory. It's Kieran. Kieran. Oh, Kieran. There's Culkin. Rory, Kieran, and Macaulay. And Macaulay. So it's Kieran. They it's, all look the fucking same though, except for Macaulay. He's the one that looks the most like he like him, out of like Stephen himself. King novel. Yes. Very, Those two yeah. look super alike. And no, he was Scott Kieran. Pilgrim's best friend. Yeah. I Who believe. cares? Their but, dad is yeah. but terrible. Anyways, yeah. Succession Beat sounds those amazing. Kids with, with it's fun. rubber you know, it's, hoses. Yeah, you know it's fun to watch like a little window into a level of just ridiculous wealth and power that we will never know, and you yeah. just are flying the wall. Absolutely, that's the, that's the appeal of that show. That's right. why we. That's yeah, why right. we came over tonight. Hey, <laughs> I got lost going to get the whiskey, and, and, and old Knuckles is in the kitchen yeah. gassing at me. So I walked into the fucking closet like a dummy. Such is life, sir. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I I was kind of on the fence whether to watch it, but after that ringing endorsement, I'm definitely going in feet first. Um, you know, after I get through my eighth run of Shit's Creek, uh, then <laughs> then I'll, I'll dig into Succession. I just started that what you're Shit's digging Creek. into. I, I it's such an easy one to go back to just because it's so heartwarming. It's mm. a it's hilarious so show. So and. 
Dan Levy is so good. I know it's, nothing about this show. You gotta, See, that's crazy because you. the only reason I watch it is because Jackie told me. Sorry, it's Knuckles. It's the antithesis. Knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> she has a name on the pocket. It's the antithesis she told of me about Secession. It. Mm. It's a bunch of hyper-rich people that lost all their money. Yes. And the only thing that they can do is... The dad bought a joke town for his son as a birthday gag. As a gag. And yeah. it's called Shits Creek. So the only thing they literally own left is Shits Creek. <laughs> so they have to go live in the motel that they own. Yeah. So oh. they live in a side by side room, the mother and dad and the oh. brother and the sister, and they have no money now. And so And then they have to start funny. their life over. Yeah. Whoa. And so Catherine O'Hara is oh, like a com- famous actress. Is it, yeah. Uh, 30 minute hour comedy. Oh, it's a 30 minute, 20 minute little epi. And they've done five seasons. (laughs) There's one season left and then they're going to wrap it up. But it's become such a cult hit. Once they got nominated for best comedy and like Veep won that year, but they Mm -hmm. were like definitely in the running. Everybody was like, who are these people? Hmm. Everybody knows Eugene Levy. Yeah. Yeah. And and Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. But everybody else was a no name on the show. Dan Levy is Eugene Levy's son. Yeah. Wrote it. Um, and created it. Hmm. Yeah, the biggest other name is Chris Elliott. And you yeah, can't put him on Switch. the marquee. And if you haven't, dude, Chris Elliott's a fucking amazing. Cabin Boys, Chris Elliott. Get a life. Get a life. Yeah. Get a that's short lived. One of the most underrated the, sitcoms of all time. What's the movie where he has these horrible boils on his face? From there's him. something about Mary. That's something about Mary. It. That's it. You ever had a zit on your eyeball, man? <laughs> <laughs> or Cabin Boy featuring oh, David Letterman's yeah. only cinematic <laughs> that's appearance. Right. Um, Outside of the American Schitt's Creek, Schitt's Creek, it just go on Netflix. Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. The network that it's on normally is called Pop or something. Or Pop. And I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's Canadian. I think it's produced. So it's only distributed in the states. It's filmed and produced in Canada. Sorry. Well, of course, the levies are fucking Canadian. Very Canadian. I mean, SCTV dog. That's what's up. That's what's up. But great show. But anyway, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, and I'm gonna watch that. You should. There's some amazing shows coming out of Saskatchewan, by the way. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. such as. Oh, I can't. There is an old school show. What's that one about the moose? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You mean Rocky and Bullwinkle? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Labatt's Creek. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I've heard about that. Uh, (laughs) There's just good. There's so much good shit out. It's hard to like, you have to commit your time and you almost Mm -hmm. feel, we talked last week about watching movies halfway Mm -hmm. when you're like, this is okay, but do I really want to invest another hour into this or should I just hard tack into another shitty movie? Yeah, definitely. You have that privilege nowadays it used to be you'd have to watch a fucking movie yeah you're like you're this like, is the this one we got at and i'm watching it no because I, I rented it don't you miss it when you go like those times you would go to a motel that has its own vhs oh yeah tape oh, selection and like whatever you're watching tonight is on that shelf or it's you just silent dope there's something actually comforting about that. There, there is. is. There yeah, is. I love I'm going to watch The Sandlot again. <laughs> <laughs> the Sandlot is always one of it's those It's always movies. one of those movies there. Yeah, but why? But you're always ready to watch Sandlot. Yeah. yeah. It's time. Duh. Yeah. I'll watch Roger Rabbit every fucking time oh. it comes on, and that's on that shelf too. So, yeah. like, All right. Yeah. A full dis- has anybody at this table jerked off to Jessica Rabbit? I've jerked off Sean, near Jessica Sean, Rabbit, but not Sean, to Jessica Rabbit. Um, Sean, I'm going to check with what's my the, counsel. What's the date? What's the date range? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping I it was wasn't too. yesterday. <laughs> but, but if it was 25 years ago, you get a pass, sir. What? Uh, what time is it? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I haven't jerked off to Jessica Rabbit, but I've jerked off to pictures of Kathleen Turner now. 
Wow. wow, that's so much worse. <laughs> oh, I'm wow. sorry. Wait, no. Uh, it was Ernest Borgnine because it's tough to tell yeah. the difference. Oh, my God. Just the voice is so similar. God, Kathleen yeah. Turner did not. Uh, that didn't last well. No, no, life kicked her in the fucking teeth. Yeah. But she's entertaining happened. as fuck. She was but great on uh, bless her California. Heart. I love her. Love remember her when she did Californication? Yeah. I, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched that show. Everybody was on like went geeky it was for that. It was super really shitty, good. but there was definitely going to be it tits. Was good, but so was, like, no, we would all watch it. <laughs> it. It had. I liked the arc. I was like, ah, he's going to get in trouble with his dick again, and he's just never going to change. But he's going to go back to the family, and then hey, his dick gets him in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Again. yeah. What was that old HBO show with Brian Ben Ben that we came talked on? About Dream on. Dream on. Ugh. It's the only reason We're you would ever watch. It's the he's, new Dream on. He's working yeah. day Tuesdays at Applebee's now. Yeah. Did, you, did you, you watch Dream on, Blake, back when no. HBO didn't have before the Larry Sanders show? No, but I was just thinking I bet about Aaron's old the only guy old enough. HBO programming. Remember First and Ten? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I never was saw that it. like the first HBO original program? First in Dang. 10. What do you was think it? so? What was it? It's a uh, football. It's about a football team. Yep. Yeah. That was it? Was yep. it a drama or a comedy? Was that their very first movie? Dramedy? Dramedy? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't remember when their originals were, were big because I was like, I need to see the Mike Tyson movie they're making. Uh, on HBO, then yeah, they did like the Tuskegee but that was a little later. Movie. That was a little later. So that, that was, was later. definitely okay. later than what the yeah. original ones were. Because once you got sure. to the '90s, you were dealing with like some serious, like heavy hitters, like yeah. Larry Sanders show and things like that mm-hmm. that were just like crushing everything Oz else and shit. You know, oh, Oz, 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 dude. Oz was fucking crazy dope. Of course. Um, yeah. Anytime you get raped by a Nazi, life is good. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it sounds I, I, like a, it sounds like a propaganda <laughs> flyer that fell out of a plane <laughs> circa like 38 <laughs> onto Poland. Yeah, it says, yeah, I should be happy because everybody in Poland has why a 1920s the only, voice. Why is that why the is only it thing it that always? anyone ever remembers about Oz? Is the Nazi rape scene? Uh, I, like, because I, I feel it was like a that really impactful. It imprinted itself upon us <laughs> for sure, culturally. Saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was Homeboy from the drum movie too that did it. Which, yeah. What uh, if it was it? like Mandela effect and it never fucking happened? Ooh. What if that never actually happened? Do you in that believe show? in the Mandela effect? Talk to Blake. It's real. It's okay. very real. One hundred percent real. We're doing this right now. Yeah. Okay. I'm so happy this came yeah. up. Okay, Blake, um, go down the rabbit hole for me because uh, I'm on the fence. Like okay. I. There's the Bernstein bear thing. Mm-hmm. There's the Bernstein bears, which I don't remember. That was the we first one. We call it the Bernstein bears. No, Berenstein. it is the stain. It's it, stain. It's stain. Yes. Bernstein bears. It's Bernstein. That's Not what I Berenstein call them throwing bears. Up. No, and that's real. Okay. What about the fucking, what was the other, the Wizard of Oz shit yeah. and the fucking, there's, there's a, a ton, ton of, stuff. of them. The Fruit of Loom. Let's explain what it is Fruit of the Loom logo. To the okay, of the, so there's a Blake, lot of that. you're the most eloquent of the four of us, obviously, so can you describe what the Mandela effect is? The Mandela well, effect. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's why it's called the Mandela effect. Yeah. So it it became this phenomenon when someone identified it, I think in the 90s. Because a lot of people remembered Nelson Mandela dying in prison, and he mm-hmm. did not. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Huh?" And they so they started looking for other instances of mass cultural misremembrances, and That's they a good just way to put it. started finding many of them. Weirdly, the most upsetting one is the children's book, but it is the most upsetting because we all see the pic. I see the picture of the book as Berenstein Bears. Yes, I remember checking that shit out from the library. Yes. I, I, I had can, all of them, yeah. and I called them the Baron Stain Bears my whole life. And then when someone said Stain, I was like, "No, it's Stain." And they're like, "No." It's oh, not. congratulations! Well, I was you're the not, one. I was you're the, the one. one. Wait, so, I am immune to the Mandela effect. <laughs> oh, you're living in the tr- 
one true reality. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But oh, a lot of people dude, think like, hey, multiverse here, aren't we? No, it's like it's like inconsequential multiverse stuff. Yeah. It's not just, like, oh, maybe there wasn't a World War Two. Oh. It's maybe you just wrote down the book wrong. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> okay, so so am I led to believe that you believe that this is an actual phenomenon? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, it's not just me. I mean, millions you, and millions of people. What do you attribute this. it to? I think. Well. I mean, I have like crazy town conspiracy theories. That... Hell yeah, that's why we're here, sucker. All right. <laughs> okay, so Baron... I don't want rationale. So there's two. So yes, there's Berenstein and Berenstein, uh, and you are having almost deja vu shadow memories of this other version of yourself before you split that remembers it being called the Berenstein, and so you. So the Mandela effect is you having this little glimpse into a complete alternate reality where another version of you is still existing. Mm-hmm. So you remember you, that we asked the author of Dark Matter this fucking question. I know. This, so is, like, this is why it's so awesome. <laughs> and if you so, read that, no, you know. Like do, do you like think that. you're pulling a curtain back and taking a look? Or do you think you you kind of di- you diverge and take a, an exit route and get back on the on-ramp? That's an interesting mm-hmm. question. Uh, I, think, I think you get back on the on-ramp and you... It's almost like a glitch in the reality matrix. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, if you think about it, like a deja vu, I think it's also a really fascinating phenomenon because it's. I mean, have you ever had deja vu about deja vu? Yes. In other words, you're like, oh, yeah. oh shit, I, I, I don't just think I've been in this experience before, but I think I also have thought I remembered this experience before. It's like layer of reality on layer of reality. On it's layer. dipshit inception. It's dipshit yeah. inception. Yeah. I mean that's how it is for me because I'm a dipshit. But but <laughs> but um, that's that I didn't. I would not think somebody as kind of plugged into um, things as you are would actually buy into that because it seems like it's a fringe, sort of yeah. obsessive weirdo sort of conversation to have. But the the more you actually realize and understand about physics and the universe and the multiverse the more you realize it's weirder than you all think it is yeah Yeah. it's way weirder once you get into quantum and start going down that road it opens up doors that you're like you gotta go fuck yourself that you're living on the same plane as like a bunch of other shit that you can't see but everybody's branching off at any individual time into slipping into different sort of things and in and out and and back to your point like we clearly got back on the freeway or we wouldn't even be able to identify a Mandela effect we would just gone off into our alternate reality. why does it even exist why would it even exist yeah there you go and can you get off the off ramp permanently but plenty of shit exists doesn't exist that we think exists so like time and you know true well those are constructs i think so we don't put a gun in our mouth i think a lot of those are <laughs> things we use to cope with just being yeah we have to put constructs around so it makes us feel cozy and warm yeah well you yeah know, because i think like from a, love i think from an evolutionary standpoint we're not <laughs> we're not ready for those concepts evolutionary oh, hell no no we're still monkeys man i mean from an evolutionary standpoint we're not ready for cell phones yeah, we no, should. You know have. what I mean? No, con- like, consciousness dangerous. is a massive cosmic the, mistake. The, <laughs> the, the data dump that we get on a daily, hourly, minute basis is yeah. fucking way more than what we are as a species prepared to deal with. I was going to say we're not even ready for I mopeds. Mean, you know, fuck. <laughs> Talk to me, bro. Talk to me. I'll show you my blood clot. <laughs> I'm obviously not ready for hippies. 
Bobby's not ready for mopeds. Nope. Sean's not ready for fast food. You uh, see what I'm saying? Blake seems pretty squared away. Yeah, Blake's fine. <laughs> Blake's good. He's the fucking outlier you're right here. You're supposed to you be. son of a bitch. <laughs> you outlier, you. Um, we talked secession. Do we got any other stuff that you guys have been watching me on to bring up? Oh, Sean and I went to something fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, we should definitely talk about that. Um, Sean. Do it, dude. All right. So uh, anybody that's a fan of Kevin Smith's podcast or movies. Bobby he, hates uh, him. Bobby despises him and wants his child to die in front of him. Yep. He said that. Who's oddly good looking and I have no idea why because she looks like <laughs> Alice the Goon. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so Kevin Smith right now, they, he created a new movie from Jan Pop reboot, which is essentially the same movie as Jan Pop Strike Back, but they've got to stop a reboot from being made. And it's a cameo fest, and he got all his friends back to get all the feels and all the Easter eggs for the Kevin Smith fans. And he's not releasing it in theaters. He's doing a platform release where he tours around like a roadshow like they did with Gone with the Wind and shit back in the day. Um, and Except they charge 38 bucks a ticket because you're going to see Kevin and Jay, and they're going to do a Q&A after they show the movie. So we went up to the community concert hall at Fort Lewis. Shout out Fort Lewis. You need new seats that can fit normal sized people and larger people like myself. Because even you were uncomfortable in those fucking seats. They're terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. They're yeah. horrible seats. They're absolutely awful. Um, but uh, so we went and saw the show and it was freaking way funnier than I gave it. I thought it was going to be. I was going to go, okay, I'm going to give him a lot of slack because right. I'm a fan of what he does. But I think, you know, like Clerks 2, it, it reminded me of Clerks 2 where it was cameo-y, but at the same time, it executed a much better narrative than a lot of the I thought movies. Clerks 2 is much funnier than this movie, but yeah. that's just me. There was just more dirty shit humor yeah, in, the, in Clerks 2. But we got there and it was a big love fest. It felt like big turnout. Were, a big turnout. Huge yeah, turnout. Yeah. It was basically sold out. The only yeah. empty seats I would have saw were, were people Mine. that flake like somebody um who's just a bad person and yeah. and we we were at, sean got great seats for us or everybody there were total fucking fanboy it was like rocky was, horror picture show where it people totally were like was they were doing yeah. call outs in the movie of, of every part of the universe of jay and silent bob mm -hmm. so there was like fucking um what's the dogma yeah, references yeah, dogma references and zach and mary a, make a porno. yeah zach and mary make a porno that justin long reprised his role for as that. brandon saint randy yeah. the there gay was, porn actor there was like this there was so many cool little shots ben affleck had one of the most beautiful salient speeches about parenthood it was crazy. i've ever heard in any movie i don't know who wrote it I don't know if he wrote it, if it was a collab thing, Nanny. but he did this. Yeah. What's that? I'm, I'm guessing. Nanny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Garner's mom. It was Alice the Goon Smith. Um, it, it, it was so fucking beautiful, him talking about being a dad to a daughter. Wow. It was honestly almost brought me to tears in the middle of that. It was that was. The I will say the me. one, the most disturbing thing. The movie was exactly what you guys are thinking. It was it was fucking cameo fest. Poop humor, callback, breaking the fourth wall. It was Matt Damon had a fucking awesome moment in it yeah. that he broke away. Hi, I'm um, Loki. You hi, remember I'm me Loki. from Dogma. Yeah, I'm the By real the way, Loki. tell Tom Hiddleston <laughs> yeah. I was fucking Loki first. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. But there, there was like all that shit going on, and there was these really kind of feels moments. The one, the most distracting part of the movie, I'm sorry, but Jason Muse in the teeth. Oh, yeah, because he has new teeth. Because he was all tweaked out or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was on, uh, it was an hot He was there on problem. the stage, yes. like live. And dude, you don't have any idea what your teeth, the structure of your teeth do to your face. Yeah. Like he got new teeth and he looked like a different person. Yeah, he looks like a different it's person. It's so distracting. It's I was honestly like, he is trying to get his lip over his teeth. 
you know, uh, trying to like fight and get yeah. his shit over. And it was really distracting. No, my brother saw him on the street uh, last week yeah. and didn't realize they were in town. He's like, I just walked by a guy. I, it can't be Jason But, Mewes, but he but... wasn't sure it was him because it wasn't him. Exactly. Because yeah. between the drug, I mean, dude, this dude got, I mean, we've all partaken in, in yeah, but he went back the finer and forth. things he was of rough. life. He got into heroin. But, he was yo, doing man. pills. It was rough. And that was right around the time that the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was being made. And then he kind of just took off. And Kevin's like, I can't keep fucking babysitting. Well, he was, he made a, he was telling a story about like Affleck saw him last time. And he basically told Kevin Smith, like, I can't do anything with you guys anymore. Because this guy's such yeah. a fucking uh, a nightmare. Yeah, he's and a liability. And then he brought him back and met. He didn't know anything about him. He brought him back. They met up with Ben Affleck, and and he was like, oh, my God. It's it's a completely different person. Wow. So that was pretty cool. He'd been sober for like nine years. It's 11, 11 now, I think. Okay. Did he say nine? He Shit, said nine years. Because we were not sober. We were slamming beers, and we ate edibles before that. Dude, which, which was super chill. Yes. Um, and then I told some girl hurt. to fuck off because she wanted Bobby's seat, and I didn't realize we were sitting in the wrong seat. So that we was weren't awesome. sitting in the wrong seats, by the way. <laughs> I was so I was high, sitting in one twenty three. Read you were in one twenty one behind, and me. we had to, 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 some assholes just pushed forward, and I didn't want to stand up, and I didn't want to be that guy because that's dude. I when I go that some, direction, it's bad. I had to it's take just, some like, fat larpers' word that the seat I was in was one twenty one or whatever. I'm like, all right, bitch, I can't read right now so. <laughs> i'll scoot over though sounds good um, so i had a <laughs> five-hour conversation with blake yesterday about cinema right mm -hmm. and i think it was yeah, approximately five, approximately five I hours went to, i went to i went to elmora to do some work fuck each yeah. other already five I, hours it, it, well, it went on and on yeah. so i would say save it for the podcast but you guys are just bad people it, <laughs> and yet here we are i'm gonna ask our guests a question i mean do you have a kevin smith take like, cause I have a Kevin Smith take and it's like, I think he's a great fucking dude. I love listening to him on podcasts. Um, I but you don't like his movies. I, I, I haven't yeah. really loved the Kevin Smith movies since Clerks. How do you some not like them, Chasing Amy? Some of them are. That's his clearly his best movie. Worse than others. Some of them are worse. I don't know. I, I no, like I'm yoga hosers, I won't shit. even watch that you know, shit. But, but I appreciate shit like Tusk and And I think Red we State. even actually touched on like Red State and maybe yeah. I, yeah, you know. I like but Red State. I, I think Am I alone? Like if you took if, if we didn't if he was just like an anonymous director. Right. And we didn't know we didn't have the persona behind it, mm -hmm. I think we would look at the movies very differently. 100%, like, you can't look at the movies without seeing him and his, you know, hilarious, interesting personality. His sure. Exactly. I think he's greatest when he is just doing this he's just rambling right. about filming prints uh right or doing the rewrite with bruce willis that's where he that's where i'm like i get it i've never really seen that for me channeled into one of his films in a way that makes me like want to show up okay that and that's totally fair yeah. there's it's a specific slice of that pie <laughs> of cinema and it's very specific. And the people that like it like it, and the people that don't don't. It's yeah. very yeah, polarizing. Yeah, for sure. It's like fucking, and, uh, what's his face? Terrence Malick. Oh, those movies aren't for everyone. Not yeah, for everyone. Dude. But he's arguably a much better artist. He's, he's an accomplished yeah. filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, made a couple yeah. of good movies. And and the, you're going to find a lot like the, and they, it, the good part going back to that, the, good, the funny part about this movie, the reboot, was it was such a shameless reboot. Mm -hmm. They actually defined what a reboot and a remake was. And it within the context of the movie, they made fun of Tusk. They made fun of all of it. Kevin Smith was a character in his own movie, and he was almost the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, so it was like he was yeah. making fun of him. So 
I can appreciate it as long as it's self-effacing and you're not some guy going, I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm all about cinema and mm-hmm. I'm a director. Yeah. Because I mean you could he say clearly that, is like I'm just some asshole that got lucky. You could say the dogma is like his the when he I was peaking, he definitely box office wise, that movie made the most money. Yeah, yeah. Of any of his movies. And creatively, probably. Yeah, creatively. It's, it was, it's it was his thing. headiest But at the same picture. time, sure. there's a rubber fucking shit monster in that movie. So it's like, take it for what it is kind of thing. Right. You know? yeah. No, and I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Don't have I don't expect, time. trust me. I've I just don't Kevin have time Smith for it. <laughs> since I was 13. So I run into someone that is like, oh, you're a big Kevin Smith fan. Let me tell you how much of a piece of shit you are and why. All the time. But you guys sure, aren't sure. like that. No. I no no. <laughs> I mean, I we went to his not this time, but we went to his uh, thing lot when he was here last year. Yeah, yeah. Sean, nice, you, nice Sean you went to that right? The evening with yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I went to the one two years before. That He's too. a compelling guy as a guy. Well, there's not many people who could just like sit there and shoot the shit and just ramble endlessly and meanderingly, and you're entertained. Sure. And he's Absolutely. totally that guy. Uh, besides him and Matthew McConaughey are the two. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Because that guy's got it all locked up. Um, hey, man, you ever see Zadowichi, man? Zadowichi. Zadowichi. <laughs> it just sounded like a great title to say as Matthew McConaughey. Uh, so good. That was fun. Sean, you're funny sometimes. I know. Give your, <laughs> give your so, outside of the Kevin Smith thing, outside of some succession, and outside of some Shits Creek, Bobby, oh, was there any? Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, go, no, but I got, no, I got no, one no. more. Um, no, Bobby's going to be here every guest. episode go. going forward. Yeah, you, I'm going to defer. You jump in. So, yes. uh, Jack and I went and saw M. Night Shyamalan's oh. uh, premiere in New York uh, yes. for his new show, Servant. Oh. That's right. You were telling me Which yeah. Apple is releasing in a few days, mm-hmm. I think on Thanksgiving. Unbelievable. Fuck yeah. Like, I'm everything you that. want this guy to do. Good. It's Finally. such in his wheelhouse. <laughs> it's like, thir- in. 30-minute episodes, super contained, all in this brownstone in Philadelphia. What's the premise? So it's this family, this couple. He is a he's a really weird job. I'm not sure if this job exists. He <laughs> creates recipes at home to sell to real chefs. That's a that's a that's an that's actual job. Yeah. Okay. Um, we call and, that a hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and the wife is a uh, an anchor with the like Philly News or whatever. And a few months prior, they lost a baby. And so as part of this extreme therapy, they have a fake, very real-looking baby that they carry oh, around. Oh, fuck you. And they pretend it's real. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, God. They have a nanny come in and take care of the, of the baby when they're away working it's Fuck so you. weird wow. so it's, it's like, like oh. lars and the real baby it's 100 percent. 100 percent. and i'm not gonna spoil what happens at the end oh. of the first episode i'm so in already but holy <laughs> shit it is creepy this is the Fuck creepiest yeah. nanny anyone has ever heard of she keeps making these little Blair Witch uh, like uh, like little mobiles and mobiles shit? above the baby's Ooh. crib and no one knows what's going on and it, it's it's almost like a play because there's, there's four characters in it um, do you ever see the Black Mirror episode the entire history of you 
Yes. Yes. So yeah. The the dude. Who That's the one where that. you have the exactly the, um, the contact lens that records everything, and he's got yes. the big, he's got to give the data to his new job. Also people. known as the worst piece of tech ever invented. Yes. Why would anyone? <laughs> <ever? laughs> yeah, Apple. So, so that guy who started that stars in this. Um, you know Lauren Ambrose. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's in it. Amazing. Uh, six feet under. Can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. <clears throat> can't is. hardly wait. Yeah. She's yeah. phenomenal. The nanny, I can't remember her name. It, she's a pretty new actress. And Rupert Grint from Ooh, Harry nice. Potter. Right. Harry Who Potter. Who has a the fantastic American accent. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, it's it's great. And it all takes place inside this brownstone. They built it all on stages. The kitchen is legitimately a chef's kitchen. It's all plumbed in. Ooh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's I love content dope. like that that you can, if you set it in one spot, then mm-hmm. you can you can have it be a Dude, play. I'm I so love excited seeing, about yeah, this. It's back it's and forth. Legitimately the shit. Because I uh, felt like I yeah. went to bat for that guy long after I should have. Yeah. Well, like, what I did was you think defending of glass? the village. Let's I talk was about defending. Glass. Yeah. Now, great. And Did then, you guys then like it that? hit a point. That's Actually, we were, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about I, this yesterday. I, I liked Glass. I, okay. I loved Split. I liked Glass. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I, I like. I, I love. Um, I love that he's doing more contained right. stories. I think that's where he yeah. just shines. Although, Bob, and I don't want to put you on the spot yeah. because you, you've yeah. had a, like a working relationship with this yeah, gentleman yeah. before. So yeah. I don't want to like you know, shit all over M. Night Shyamalan because I, I think he's a really good filmmaker. I always have. I just, I find certain elements of what he does to be, a, like, I, I feel like he wants to be Hitchcock and just hasn't found the project yet. Like, I mm-hmm. think he truly, I, 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 I wish I could sit down and talk to the guy and ask him, like, if Hitchcock is, like, a huge influence Dude, on him. Dude, are you because kidding me? He's almost he a mirror to me, of Hitchcock. Like, like, it, it, like, yeah. And I just don't think he's found, like, but I've seen things like Split, which I think was a fucking fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Unbreakable was a fantastic movie. I agree. Um, I just I just screened The Village from uh, for my kids uh, a week and a half ago. That movie is legitimately it. fucking great. I loved it. it. Great. Yeah. It, People I, shit all over I, that I movie. Think, I think because when The Sixth Sense came out, it had this unbelievable 100%. twist. And then we had uh, Unbreakable and Signs. And, the, and so then the, villi- the village comes and everyone is like, oh, okay, what's next up your sleeve? And they missed the idea that this is a movie about belief in religion yes. and about mythology. 100%. Exactly. It, is, mm-hmm. it, it may go down as his masterwork like and, in 10 years. And, it is aged like fucking good. Wine. I haven't seen it forever, and and Bry- was Bryce Dallas Howard was oh, yeah. in that, right? Yeah. She was a- fucking yeah. amazing. She's great. Adrian Brody, Brody, uh, Brody. William Hurt. The guy really only made two huge Sorry. clunkers, in my opinion. I thought Glass was God. I wish that had a stronger sort of finish. I wanted it because of Unbreakable, because of Split. I love the mythology, the universe he oh, built. Yeah, Glass. Mm, I think there was a, some some. Moments that he didn't take advantage of and left on the table, which is fine. It wasn't bad by any stretch. The happening was a giant <laughs> stinking pile of shit. And that's that's Mark Wahlberg's fault. And I don't know. I don't like the premise. I thought the premise was flimsy. But and, and there was the other movie that everybody shits on, which I actually showed to my daughter. And it's a kid's movie, which is Lady in the Water. Lady, yeah. And it wasn't as bad as everybody no. thought it was. It I was like well acted. It's a, it was movie, a, yeah. it's a fairy tale. Yep. It wasn't supposed like to be Lady a drama, suspense thing. And I, I think you're right. I think people, Sixth Sense was such a phenomenon. 
How do you follow you, you that? Can't. Man? And it's, you can't. Yeah. Ari like, Aster's going through yeah. that with fucking After Hereditary with Midsummer. People shit all over Midsummer. And if that was his first movie, it would be different. Yeah. But you can't yeah. come off a, the best movie, I think, of last year yeah. and then jump in. It, you don't have a chance. That's what they yeah. said with Get Out and Us, too. They're like, Us, it's not Get Out. I'm I like, why does yet. everything us have to You're going to love Us more than Get Out. Hmm. And not Maybe, be from yeah. a suspense point, from a social, political, yeah. sort of yeah. symbolic point. I still haven't mm. figured that movie out. There's a lot of I've layers. I've seen it yeah. three There's times. I have no fucking idea about some yeah. of that movie. I would love for you to watch it and tell me what you think. Well, uh, yeah, Because I got um, no clue we just got the screener so i'm gonna fire yeah, that dope, up. yeah dude, it's dude, fantastic man. you'll love it it's super well i think she i think what's her name lupita lupita yeah. oh she's, she's a national treasure she should have gotten at least a nod oh yeah, yeah. At, at, i think she should have got at least considered no without for the oscars yeah. her performance was transfixing mm. like that you woman could do like i want to she should get nominated for everything she does if they're like hey guess what she's the voice of another snowman in frozen 2 Fucking Oscar nomination. Give well, that the kid, Oscar the zombie movie she made recently was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. What was that one called? Um, I forget. But what's his name was in it that plays Olaf, remarkably yeah. enough, in Josh Frozen? Gad. Josh Gad. Gad yeah. And she plays a teacher that's out on a field trip, and the zombie apocalypse starts on the field trip. Of course it does. <laughs> so she's trying to keep the kids saying, it's, oh, it's all raspberry jelly on my dress, kids. <laughs> you know, like fucking, it was, it's it's yeah. pretty so funny. But um, So when you say you have a screener. I get of most movies that, because I'm in the WGA, yeah. I get most movies that, you know, the studios give enough of a shit about to want them sure. to win awards. So, yeah. yeah. I don't Absolutely. get everything. Are they get, watermarked and everything? Like, yeah. do they have it just as Blake Crouch going yeah, across the bottom? The Blake yeah, Crouch pretty version. much boned yeah. if... Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dude, I will so steal the Blake Crouch version. <laughs> that is gangster. Put up my, tore the shit out of it. That's just... going to be my new fucking goal in life is to steal other people's shit. Well, don't look at that shelf over there because it's look. nothing but I'm not, screeners. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at all. We're in Blake's, like, I would say it's a man cave, but it's way more, more of sophisticated. More of a layer. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, kind of. Ultimately, it's a den. It is it's a, a den. den. It's a den. Yeah, That's for sure. It's supposed to be. It's a dungeon. Oh. Oh, is that new? Like that? I have no idea how this night's going to end up. It's going to be <laughs> horrible. We're going to end up. so fucking we're excited. Up, we're going to be, it's going to be a pants. It's going to be waist down naked in the hot tub, but shirts on. Because I don't need to see anything. That's a, that's a big hot tub. That's a big hot tub. Um, um, we, we got a moment media? like while we're on uh, horror it. movies for a second. Um, yes. I did watch... The adaptation of Stephen King and Joe Hill's uh, novella. I guess it was a novella called uh, In the Tall Grass. Yes. Oh, they I wrote saw it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's his son. I think it was a straight to net. He wrote that with his son. Time of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Hill's his son. Yeah. And uh, man, what a fun little. Uh, it was it, weird. Super weird fucking horror movie. Like, and not a lot of um, exposition. They don't really tell you what the hell's going on. It's one of those just like, we're caught in some tall grass and here's why. Oh, no, wait. Here's not why. We have no idea what the fuck's going on. And it just goes on and on and it's really fun. And there's some great little um, performances. Uh, Patrick Wilson. He's so good, dude. Uh, so overlooked. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's a nice character actor. Does a really great job playing sort of the Jack 
Torrency <laughs> role, and I hope that's not too spoilerish, but yeah, yeah I mean, which is totally you'll figure it out pretty fucking movie. quick. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty Jack Torrency in that one, but For um, sure. he was in Insidious, the first Insidious, yeah, exactly. and the second yeah. one, right? Yeah. And he's uh, Watchmen, he's the, the Night Owl in Watchmen, Watchmen. the new Night Owl. Yeah. It's not gonna like elevate your life, it's not gonna change <laughs> anything, but there's some nice little twists and turns. Uh, shot really, really well by a director that I have utmost respect for uh an italian guy by the name of vincenzo natale who has done things like uh cypher cube yeah, cube oh. is one of my faves um, uh the one OG, with adrian brody where they create OG the cube it, it, OG, no, OG cube, cube the very first it's a vincenzo natale film splice. but it doesn't happen Love splice it. thank you fucking fantastic oh, movie splice splice, yeah, fucking splice. splice, is, really splice is probably his best film yeah. like if we're I, I think cube um, was not a lot of people have seen cypher yeah, you put me on a cipher um, after I, we talked about Cube, which was one of my favorite oh, like man. horror movies ever. Like, and nobody knew about it. And you were like, yo, you got to check out Cypher. Check out Cypher. It's dope. a fun, Super dope. fun sci-fi movie. It's got a great little twisty, turny kind of thing goes on at the end of that. Lucy Liu being all Lucy Liu, Ooh. which... Just smoke I mean, a Ruski, dude. Oh, if I had the money to buy her a house. I'd still get it. <laughs> I would do that yesterday. She could still get it for <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, sure. Um... Other than that, I really haven't been doing a lot. Do we got any music? I do. Well, I have. So You don't uh, have any music, Sean. I don't have music. I got comedy. Yeah, let's do some comedy, buddy. Yeah, so uh, the other day I Did saw do Eliza as, as Netflix. Yeah, I got Eliza Schlesinger. She's got a brand new special called Unveiled. She recently got married, so she talks a lot about the process of being a bride to be being a bride. And she has a lot of, I think I thought she put some new light and some really funny twists on. A lot I, of the I, shit. I watched it yesterday. I didn't yeah. get through the whole thing. Cause I was fucking non off because the night before I was fucking out of my tree. <laughs> but so, but I thought she, I her whole special is about that, about getting married. Yeah. Uh, well, how annoying it is to like have advice when you, when women ask other women, you know, advice about marriage and, she they immediately was, just judge you for right. Thinking she's your coming out as like the anti-feminist almost. Like yeah, almost, you guys are taking shit too seriously, and this is what's really important, and blah blah blah. So it was, it was funnier than I when you told me to watch it. It was funnier than I had originally given it credit for, because I thought it was going to be the da 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 da. Like, well, have you seen any of her setup? older specials? Like the yeah. biggest first one, I think, was War Paint, where she's yeah. like, "It's not makeup, it's War Paint." Right, bitches, let's hit right. the field or whatever. Yeah, I think she. she I'm, I'm interested to see the clip that you pulled. Okay. Yeah. And it's tight. Of course it's tight. It's a garter. It's meant to hold up clothing. And right now, all it's holding up is that blood flow. <laughs> blood like trying to get to the artery. You're like, uh-uh. Your skin is just... <laughs> moon pieing out on either side. You're staring down at your corpulent leg as it pulsates with stagnant blood. It's turning a light shade of blue. You're like, I'm the night queen. I don't know. <laughs> what is this? You don't have time to ponder the deadening of your leg. You don't have time because you got to get yourself over the dance floor, sweet tits. That's right. You got to get yourself over to the dance floor where you and your new husband are going to perform a weird sexual garter removal dance in front of your family! Your mother is there. You're sitting there spread eagle. She's like, oh, I'll get it on tape. I'll be there for the conception. 
is excellent. Your father is there. And he loves you girls, but he has tapped out. He's like, yeah, fuck her. I don't know. <laughs> she gets into more of it, but she's, she's also one of those comedians that I believe is, uh, it's a lot's lost if you try to listen to it. So I suggest you watch it. It's like we she's talked about with Dion Cole. She's yeah. pretty physical, especially when she got into the like, white girls don't have thighs. Yeah. And she becomes a crab person. She's like, oh, you white ladies want to be the little crab Well, she talks where... about female chefs too, which is pretty oh, funny. Yeah. She's like, they all have like names like charity, but they look like bulldogs. <laughs> like, she, cause she married a chef. Yes, chefs get all the puss. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, she. I, I I enjoyed it. I gotta finish watching the rest of it. Yeah. After I was, she said, "I'm a fan of her shit." And her last one was funny too. It was called Elder Millennial, and I was like, "That's brilliant," because that's what I am. We we're born in the same year, so you're like right on the cusp, eighty three, eighty two, eighty three. I feel like we shouldn't be lumped in. Wait, wow. that's millennial. Yeah, cut that's off? where millennials. Yeah, start. man. No yeah. Kidding. Somewhere between 81 and 83, depending on which Reuters article you read for your reference point. <laughs> no, they get a huge gap. Like, yeah, I was about to say, the millennial is, gap's like right. 30 years. Well, no, something. and a lot of other Generation X can go all the way to 84 or 85, which is crazy. So there is a cusp where it's like whatever you identify as. And I was like, I'll take Gen X, please. Yeah, I'm a Gen Xer sure. who can use a computer really well. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. We were just the slacker kids, like our our generation. We were just yeah. the slackers. I mean, yeah. we were early adopters. Of yeah, Gen X. Oh uh, yeah, we sure. were, yeah, OG Gen X. Yeah, like, I, I mean, don't know. we were kind what was, of. What was your first computer? Uh, my first computer, tech, uh, Texas Instrument, was. Uh, <laughs> It's the size of a room and it helped land the moon. <laughs> yeah. The speak and spell. The Commodore speak 64. Spell. I'll put it this way. My Commodore first computer 64. technically was an Atari. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, but uh, Commodore 64. That was my first Commodore computer. 64. Ah, that's, the one, both. that's the one from Vacation, right? Where they've, it's just a keyboard. Beep, boop, yeah. bop, beep, boop. It yeah. did nothing. Didn't it was a computer that you would buy for your family that literally fucking didn't. Well, you could do, do word anything. processing on it, right? You could type <laughs> yeah, words into who, it. We didn't even know what that uh, meant. Try to hook a fucking printer up oh, to yeah. a Commodore yeah. sixty four. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is the thing you would you could plug it into a TV. Yes, and then you could spend yeah. eight hours writing some code, and then it would make colors for four seconds. For yes. Days. Yeah, that was it. Or you can make a turtle go in a circle. That's yeah. right. Yeah, no, turtle it, one, two, three. If it you were ambitious, could not have been more useless. <laughs> if, you're ambitious. if he was a turtle <laughs> gacked out of his tree, he'd take about three spins yeah. around the fucking screen. If he would have the Tandy one thousand. Uh, no, I yeah, know, I but my friend that. had a Tandy. Wait a second, Jessica Tandy owned co- a computer company. Uh, she was kind instead of an of iconoclast. An apple, it was a fried green tomato <laughs> instead of an apple. She was a technological iconoclast. <laughs> Jessica Tandy. Okay, I'm sorry. You I had, had to make no that idea. terrible joke. <laughs> that was a horrible Didn't fucking you ever moron. see Batteries Not Included, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, by the way, was that the worst fucking movie that of the 80s? Ass. It's like, hey, let's do Cocoon again, but not really. That'd be yeah. a short circuit. Let's do, co- like co- fucking let's do Cocoon, but it's shitty and boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if there was no Gutenberg, I'm not watching, right? sir. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. You gotta have the goots in it, dude. Gutenberg was my touchstone. Growing up, <laughs> that says a lot. Uncle Touchstone, no. you are very Mahoney-ish. Like I'm the a little second, that, the second that like the responsibilities get too responsibly, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're Hightower, motherfucker. I know because I'm. I have the large black man's penis in my pants. I was a uh, wow. Okay, self-proclaimed. No, it's not mine. I I've severed one that I have in you my pocket. You just keep it in your pocket. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's in your back yes. pocket, right? I, I, a and Chinese yeah, man told me to suck on it for lunch. And I know and you wear cargo bigger. pants. That's so a monkey paw. <laughs> we know where you keep it. It's in your iPad pocket. <laughs> 
Is it almost time for a word from our sponsor? No, I got I got a song. I got one song. Oh, yeah, I got to throw yeah, it out Yeah, so there. hold on. Please. Hold I on. am so sorry. Please, sir. Um, and no, the gentlemen are not toothless this week. Sean, <laughs> I know what you were thinking. He Did thinks I already have ratchet-ass toothless fools on here, and I just no. don't. I like what you picked. You picked some like guys with some bona fides on top of bona fides. Yeah, You've been bringing fire. Thank you, sir. Um, there's a lovely young, uh, not young anymore because he's our age, but um, he was young once, I assume, DJ Shadow. And if you don't oh. know DJ Shadow, um, he's Bay Area DJ. Um, he's been on the scene for fucking 30 years. Uh, there's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard came from a documentary and he did the fucking score for it. And it's called dark days. It's about all the subway people that live in New York. And, uh, that's that fucking, that instrumental fucking soundtrack he put out is legendary in DJ history. He's done some pretty cool shit recently. Run the jewels and him got together and nobody did, speak. Nobody speak. Nobody <laughs> which speak. has been in any movie that's been worth a shit. It seems like the last yeah, five that, years. That shows uh, up. Everybody's L- ripped off exposed, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and rightfully so. Um, great video, great lyrics. Um, a bunch of baby bear in his shit. Uh, some fucking LP is so nasty. Yeah. But this particular album he just put out, I forget the name of the album, but it's called something like Pathetic No More Pathetic We Are or something like that. Just dropped, but more importantly, the song... Our Pathetic Age. Our Pathetic Age. So I butchered the shit out of that. He's doing collabs with a bunch of people. He did one with Inspector Deck on this album. He's got some dope instrumentals. So DJ Shadow. Like we were talking before, stylistically, laws taste like laws. DJ Shadow sounds like DJ Shadow. Sounds like DJ Shadow. And like you could pick him out of a fucking box now, which is dope because he's made his own stilo. This track's called Drone Wars. It has two of the best MCs. Drone Drone Warfare. Two of the best MCs that have ever lived. And fight me on this, but you've got one, Mr. Nas. Yeah. Um, Like arguably the greatest. Mr. Nostradamus. And Pharaoh Monch of Organized Confusion, who's probably the best MC nobody's ever heard of, but is just everybody's scared of this young man. So it's called Drone Warfare. Check this shit out. I think it's pretty dope. Today's lessons. What is a square mile distance for me and other MCs with style and persistence? Today's sessions. What's a square mile distance for me and other MCs with style and persistence? Know the difference, how I sit in this powerful position Listen to niggas claim that they legends Frontin' like they Nikola Tesla Technology change the game, I'm an investor But my soul ain't for grabs Robocops, they want patrol in the ass. Duct tape, put on cam to match you to smack holes Now I duct tape the cam on a macro When I'm in the kitchen whispering about stupid ass politicians My smartphone's listening The climate change conditions went like I'm smoking a pack day, but never nicotine know the air quality is sickening. For sure, I put it on wax like a pickering. Dude, get down, you old man. Get down, old man. What was the uh, soundtrack you mentioned? Um, Dark Days. Dark Days. Yeah, DJ that, that, okay. that documentary. And if Always you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a beautiful for, documentary. Yeah. It's shot amazingly well. It's super depressing and dark. Shocker, Dark Days. But it's <laughs> it's about the subway tunnel people that have been kind of this myth of New York They forever. live inside like the shutdown line. And they have whole like broken. That. They've got busted out like 
two-story fucking buildings they do out of plywood and, and draw electricity off of the subway. It's really a trip. Dude, do they talk about the old, that spot near the old pneumatic transit system? Do you remember their pneumatic transit system? Like, nah, it, they only I, had I one line. But there's, uh, did they tell you the story about how there was a bunch of pink slime that started running in a river down by the old pneumatic transit I system? Hate you so and it was much. all so flowing to the museum. So much. <laughs> I hate your face. Did you catch the number on the locomotive? I missed it. No. <laughs> You're <laughs> such a douchebag. I love Ghostbusters uh, too. I feel like it's like people hated it when it came out, even though it's serviceable. I, I can't wait for the and new the, one. Oh, yeah. I, do, are they going to shit on the entire history of Ghostbusters with this new one? Well, the, well, no, the new one's going to be like it's a sequel, real, essentially, right? It's, yeah, yes. it's Bill Murray. Yeah, it's but are Dan they, they going to shit on it? It's still a fucking we'll mistake. See. I think we'll so. No Reitman. What do you mean? You know, no Ramus. Is Reitman coming about? back? No, no Ivan, the kid, right? no, Ivan Reitman's kid is helping yeah. write it and directing it. I know. It. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. So I've seen some of his. I've seen Juno. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why? Like, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And David Venture is making a uh, Chinatown. Of course. Shut up. Oh, Chinatown idea. 2 was enough of a shit show. Like, that was such a departure completely from the two Jakes. Oh, yeah. The two oh, Jakes. Yeah. Two that was Jakes. Awful. <laughs> Go get you some DJ Shadow. Yeah. Primus. That's what's up. <laughs> Stop it. We're not allowed to say it anymore. I know We're that. allowed to say it. You're not allowed to I'm say it. I'm just making it easier I'm not for you to, to edit this part room. out. Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> um, is, it a is it time for our sponsor while we take a break? Yes. Is it? No, I can what? edit this together so Blake can give you some time even though you're a fantastic okay. as, is our, no, I, as is our tradition. I, I was like, Brad, I know you have trouble coming up with things creatively. And so. now <laughs> I've got this. For um, a word from our sponsor. The next joint from Mountainside Entertainment. What's scarier than the night? Snakes. <laughs> What's scarier than snakes? The night. <laughs> night snakes. <laughs> this film has not yet been rated. <laughs> Cool. Like that. Cool. I mean, the butt scene from off. Roadhouse is your favorite. When he's pulling, when he's pulling his jeans up yeah. over his butt oh in Roadhouse, you're like, "Holy shit, dude! Yeah. Like you are made out of gristle." And yeah. you're looking. Yeah. That guy just does like a thousand for bridges a woman every like Patrick Swayze ever no, since. I immediately went on keto. Immediately. <laughs> I went ketogenic for like nine years oh after that. Oh my god! No, <laughs> honest to That's god, a long time. Honest to god, like the best movie I've seen. What is? It? Do you remember years. what it's called? She's like the wind. I'm pretty sure it's like Swayze. <laughs> I think it's. I think oh it's god. Just that. god, I hope it's called Swayze. I think it is. I mean, Swayze. It should be called Ghost. Period. <laughs> like just Ghost. Like Ghost. Like Swayze, dude. No, that it's called Swayze. Hip hop terminology. Period. Dot. 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 <laughs> Ghost to movie the life. Swayze son. Swayze son. They oddly okay. didn't mention next of kin in it's the called Swayze oh. documentary, yeah. which I thought was a slight. The redneck classic. It's called Swayze the Sam Elliott story. <laughs> Dude, talk about stealing a movie though. Sam Elliott Roadhouse. Like you thought Swayze was a shit until fucking old boy got in there, dude, and you're like. This might be the best character I've ever but, seen. But I mean, you've life. seen Swayze's butt in the, in the movie. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. 
Like that thing was like two Pringles hugging each other. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, should we start recording? Yeah. No, oh, I kidding. already started recording. <laughs> I, I this is all staying in. Yeah. So, I, I started recording. I started recording on. just after Blake said it was okay before you were giving us the hate okay. speech. Okay. okay. Yeah. When you were just like, yeah. When you were just saying all the things about the blacks, and then you were like, wait, can you go back, please, and stop? Can you go back? <laughs> that didn't happen. Right. That's a joke. So yeah, that was a joke. Obviously, New York Times bestseller. There's a crouch. <laughs> Defend Crouch Save Blakeness. <laughs> White nationalist. Fucking no. No, no, no. Wow. we're not doing that. No, I'm so not doing that. Four 20-year-olds find this yeah, uh, dude, which podcast recording which is hilarious. There's the going to be some subreddit <laughs> somewhere saying how Blake, Blake Crouch is, is a racist. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to pull out that clip and they're going to see guys and we're done. I would invite That's them. I would invite them to go to Blake's Twitter feed. Yes. And realize that, nope. No. <laughs> this guy is a very, yes. very outspoken critic. I know. Of our current, I know, which is disappointing because I want to hear you come out and be like the new brilliant sci-fi interpretation of Birth of a Nation, <laughs> Birth of a Nation in space, dude. Like I, just take Birth of a I Nation, told. smash it together with Battlestar Galactica, and write me a book that sucks, Blake. <laughs> dude, I mentioned to everybody. I didn't that know that Cthulhu started slavery in America. <laughs> Clearly, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned Dutch that Cthulhu. Sean's best and f- most favorite movie of all time was Birth of a Nation. <laughs> that was three weeks ago. He brought that was it up three again. Weeks ago. I don't yeah. know if it was more of yeah. me like this is starting putting to become my thoughts telling. into his head, but this is a pattern. Now. I had to watch that movie in film school because See, it was such a, it was the first blockbuster. It was that movie made Did a ridiculous you say blockbuster. You said Blackbuster, and you misspoke. Let's reel it in. All right, let's reel it in. Do you, want me to, reelers. do you want me to send you a copy of this to you, your agent? Oh, yeah, this could be great. Yeah, You're I think s- it might be a good idea. <laughs> You're going to get so many bookings. Can, um, we, can, can you guys redline this for us a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, okay. First, yeah. sure, shut up. Yeah. We're having fun. So we're getting to the point in the show where we talk about Comment people that make cunty comments. What's it called, Aaron? I can... Comment Comment. It's Comment Comment. Uh, let's say okay. So the article, the article. What's the headline? What do you think we're going for? What's the headline? It is more than a hundred donate gear for people living homeless. Neighbors in Need Alliance estimates twenty one thousand given in just a few hours. Volunteers with the Neighbors in Need Alliance collected truckloads of gear for more than one hundred residents Saturday morning. The goods will be donated to people living homeless and to the Salvation Army of Durango. How is this a bad article? They're saying they donated a bunch of shit. People are in a fucking uproar. Yeah. Like, where's the bad in this? I mean, we're about to get into it, obviously. But, like, we're talking about people helping Wow, that's, yeah, those fucking assholes. Which seems like a really nice thing to do. Okay, so Hendrina (laughs) says, it's freezing out there. Glad they have some warmth. Everybody deserves to be warm. Fucking agreed, right? Uh, Like, you're giving things to less And well, there's six people I, that like it, and nobody with their little angry face thanks God. And I know Hendrina. Out. Yeah, well, we all know Hendrina. Yeah, yeah we can't a, say her last name. She, she is uh, a fantastic No, and I would never say that. She has a hairless cat. Yes, she does. <laughs> no, she does. She has a hairless That's cat, fine. and the fucking thing looks like Gizmo, and it's amazing. <laughs> you want Dude, it? what's it like to you have a it? vagina that looks like Gizmo? I want my <laughs> vagina to look like Gizmo. Sean took it. No, See, I'm Blake, taking that in a very literal sense. Blake, she owns a hairless cat. <laughs> 
Blake and oh. I were waiting to see who is one to jump on the yeah, hairless cat. Like, and while we were going, should you do it or should I do it? You did it. Yeah, I was like, I, I just imagine you <laughs> railing bear cunt. No, she literally wow. owns so aggressive. A, she literally owns a hairless cat. I That's know. what I got from what he said. I don't I'm know where Sean aware. went. Well, thank you because it's what I said. I know. <laughs> our audience is lowbrow, so I, I, I have to, I'm the conduit for the morons that listen. You to are. This. You are. Yes. <laughs> Michael W., who's been on here before, which yes. I think you actually called out his full last name because he was did. such a prick. I did. But Michael W. said, more trash for the sheriff's department to pick up. Yeah. Well, like, that's his first concern. You're giving things to the homeless, and they're just going to discard the uh, packaging and things and we li- maybe we live throw in this, their uh, free jacket on the ground. I don't. We live in this weird community where right now we're, we do have an uptick in our homeless population. Yes. No doubt about it. Like, that's... A thing that's happening. We get like over 300 days of sunshine. And it's a place that's in the mountains, but it gets cold, but it's still like livable. You can, as long as you have a valid Colorado ID, you can buy uh, legal marijuana, you can Mm -hmm. get booze, the whole thing. And we're pretty hospitable, which you can argue about the, the, you know, the bona fides of that whole situation. Um, but we have to thread the needle between being compassionate and being like, okay, but we also want to, you know, feel comfortable walking down the street because there's been like some outbreaks and like weird violence and shit in mm-hmm. the middle of the night. Yep. And blah, blah, blah. And you don't, you can't necessarily attribute to that to the <clears throat> one group or another, but that's where we've all kind of leaned towards is like, well, you know, the homeless <clears throat> thing has gotten worse. And so therefore theft is up and, you know, weird random attacks are up or whatever, mm-hmm. which I've not, you know, been a part of. Like, no one's attacked me no, ever no. in this town. No. Um, I do uh, get approached. Still, there is a scooter that is still at large. <laughs> the uh, scooter's been taken care of. It's been addressed. Um, I get asked for cigarettes more. Yeah. And you say fucking no. And I do say no because. Because it's like $2 a cigarette for your fancy Whole Foods cigarettes. I do. I smoke you like smoke. organic, you know. <laughs> We saw some simple truth. Um, gra- <laughs> Red label. <laughs> exactly. My cigarettes are grass-fed, free-range, um, you know, because I don't want lung cancer. <laughs> I just want to smoke tobacco into my lungs. Yeah. Um, it's a big difference. But we are. We're trying to thread the needle between these, like, uh, this is a complicated issue. So, very like, let's don't Amen. pretend like it's not, right? But this is, seems like a very vanilla thing. We're not talking about the argument that we've talked about before where they're they're giving them land and they're giving them no, city they're resources. giving them help. This is about people <laughs> donating of their own volition to these people. And then you get somebody like Kara Lee. First of all, if your name is Kara Lee, you're one, you're one syllable off of a really shitty cake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kara Lee. The more you give, the more. <laughs> Wait, what? No. Sorry, that quarter <laughs> just dropped for me. That was funny. That was funny. I didn't get that at first, but I get it. I thought you were gonna go. Nobody does it like Carolee. Nobody does it like Carolee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was coming. It was gonna come. So Carolee's bitch ass says, "The more you give, Carolee says, the more you give, the more they want and expect." I'm like, I, I believe that sometimes humans can take a donation and not end up crawling up your screen door like a cat you gave a saucer of milk last week that keeps showing up and showing up. This is a large, this is a donation made to all these people and handed off to them. And I'm pretty sure that they're not going to expect this shit. Well, sure. But th- this is an argument that goes back to the 1930s. This is a whole New Deal, mm-hmm. FDR, uh, 
our version of socialism kind of argument that people have been making for a hundred plus years. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, like that if you help people, they expect help. And we're a country of entrepreneurs and blah, blah, blah. But, but what we're really dealing with is like, we have a thing that we have to deal with. That's true. But there's plenty of people out there that a lot of people that choose to be homeless are not looking for a handout. The rest aren't looking for a handout either. No. It's about giving a hand up, not a handout. And there's also the massive uh, mental illness aspect of exactly. all of this. And, you know, these people were basically cut the fuck loose in the early 80s. Thanks, yeah. Reagan. Thanks, Definitely. Reagan. Definitely. And, and the, the I don't say that like, yeah. I, I, you know, there's no hyperbole. Like, yeah. literally, thank you, Ronald Reagan, who basically made that happen. <laughs> yeah. I remember that we had a mental institution that was fucking 100 miles from L.A. It's Camarillo. There was like a huge mental fucking. That's where all like the vets with PTSD and the hyper crazies. <clears throat> yeah. And I hate to say it like that, but I'm not a fucking a the doctor. Severely I don't know what it's called. What, I don't know. What, what do I call it? But you know what I'm saying. Like super fucking bananas. And they fucking all got <laughs> that's, definitely, yeah. that's definitely they, the that's PC better, medical right? term yeah. for it. Well, I think it's more medical. Um, and, and the way but, the doctors would put it, batshit. Batshit. Yeah. And uh, I remember in the early 80s when everything all got... Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you want to get technical. But I remember when they got all released and they got they went all to Santa Monica. There's a huge grass strip that runs along the ocean in Santa Monica that covers <laughs> it for like fucking a few miles. And all of a sudden it was just like... yeah. Blow. Well, that was there the was 80s, tons dude. Of yeah. people the like, 80s was like a, out of nowhere. It was like a bad fucking Batman it was comic. Yeah. It was like, let's open up Arkham Asylum, let them all out. And what's Batman doing? Oh, he's uh, he's playing golf on cocaine before he goes yeah. out to see that new Oliver Stone picture. No, it's great. It's 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 great. <laughs> no, that was me in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Wall Street. I was trying to not know, say Wall Street. Right yeah. If you don't, I mean, you know, Carly, if you don't want people like asking you for money, then vote for people who fund programs that actually give these people help there you go i mean there's some i'm Just not saying gonna, i don't want to use the word advanced but i will there's some advanced societies that they provide treatment for people mm -hmm. and they get people off the streets and into treatment as opposed to just <clears throat> spending money on law enforcement and you know, like trying to round up loiterers or whatever, you know, bullshit excuse you want to make. But the fact of the matter is, is we run into people that have actual problems. Yes. You know, <laughs> and that's where I feel like the far right is wrong. And like, you can't treat these people like this. We need to have some help. But the problem is, is the the hardcore conservatives and the bleeding heart liberals, whatever side that you're on, when it gets down to the voting part of it. An alarming amount of both sides are going to vote against any kind of tax hike to support any of those programs, of course. no matter yeah. what. You'll have someone that'll go out and 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 yell. The people people will there. There's their persona politically, and then there's what they actually vote for. You th that's no better characterized than in our last election where all the polls and all these people, not a lot of people admitted to voting for Donald Trump, but apparently enough fucking people voted for Donald Trump. I mean, you know, yeah. you get people that go out and they scream that we don't have this, we need to have this, and then they won't vote for it because they don't want their taxes to go up. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But whatever you do, don't reallocate any of that military spending. I, 
I, I, I just think that <laughs> that's another conversation. Let's not make Amazon pay any uh, taxes. <laughs> or, yeah, or GM or you know, yeah. I mean, companies Bezos, that don't Bezos have any is, revenue. Bezos is struggling, from what I've heard, right? <laughs> yeah, so, like, he's, he, yeah, only yeah. when it comes to his wife taking Earth Day. I think Bill Gates overtook Bezos recently to yeah, be the number one yeah. guy again in the world. You know, they keep kind of going back and forth. They're like. LeBron and Kobe. You know what Jeff Bezos is winning at is the uh, the the Dana White's mini me competition. He's trying to look exactly like a very small nerdier Dana. Dana White. White's taking all. He's that getting jacked and he shaved his head and yeah. So okay, thank you. Nobody cunts it like Carolee. Wow. All right, Carolee. So Tyler, in response to Carolee, <laughs> said, "Learn some compassion. If you would let people freeze to death, you are one ugly person." Then Carolee's response is, Tyler, I help people who try to help themselves. There are lots of good, hardworking people who need help. Also, it doesn't go any good to call people names. That's true. I will say when I see yeah, these things no, devolve a, to a degree, you really aren't going to get anywhere changing someone's mind no. as soon as you attack them. No. So, Tyler, shaking my finger at you. Yeah. Carolee, you're still a garbage person. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of those scenarios when everyone loses. Uh, exactly. essentially like no one's going to be the better person yeah. because you're arguing on it's the so Durango Herald Facebook page. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, one, no one wins in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go to our favorite member, Sue F. Member uh, Sue? She's Sue. so great. I've missed her. Her comment is, should have just given them a ride out of town. All right. Put your fucking money where your mouth is, Sue. Did she have the get same in your, comment Get in your 1989 Chevy Blazer, convertible Chevy Blazer, for some reason. That's I know you're probably going to have to unhook the trailer hitch that has your son's dirt bikes on it. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure afterwards, uh, you could go help them get a ride. Sure. It's so specific. It's so, it's so specific. It's crazy. Um, uh, if yeah. you were going to give someone a ride out of here, also, also I, I feel like she drives more of a Sebring. Just, Does she Chrysler oh. Sebring? Yeah. She's going Michael. So Scott she's going to need it? like some sort of flatbed. Yeah, on the no, back of that Sebring. No, I mean, hitch, it, you it's know. a little hitch situation. Little, yeah. Exactly, a little trailer hitch. <laughs> but she didn't weld it to the frame. It's just like <laughs> it's hooked on by a coat hanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, you it's know the second happening. most useful thing she used a coat hanger for. Do you think Ooh. she can get the tooth on? Is that an abortion <laughs> tactic? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! I just realized what. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> What, dude? Zero to a hundred. Sean Mariardi. Do you know how much it is to get that one extra lean cuisine every fucking week for that one extra kid? God. Is it a lean cuisine when you eat four of them? It's for hot dinner night. It's when they have hot dinner night. Usually it's just cold Alpo. Uh, Sue... You know how we feel about I am, you. Uh, I am trying <laughs> so hard to keep this shit civil. I know, dude. I, and you get mad at me for saying Primus sucks. Well, yeah, because that specifically hurts yeah, my business. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's why I said it. Yeah. Please don't get me canceled. No. <laughs> oh, dude. New York uh, Times bestselling author Blake Crouch <laughs> in some hot water today. <laughs> Thanks, Newsies. What it first started out as the genius new project, <laughs> Night Snakes, turned into an unwoke shit show of anti-black, Jewish, and female sentiment. <laughs> uh, and then you 
edit in your co-hanger <laughs> thing, and then you cut to me laughing yeah. about something completely yeah, different. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, totally. Yeah. And let's be frank. It's in, in today's culture, yeah. career is oh, yeah. over. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, there's no yeah. such thing as context. Like, you have to, you, no. you live by the soundbite. No. But no, we're we're not doing that. <laughs> Dude, I think we're, I, actually on that, just a parting words, I think in, on that sentiment, I think it's going to get better. Yeah. There's always subversive people that are not willing Blake, to fucking. What do you feel about every controversial thing that may get you in trouble right now? <laughs> like I want your like. Tell me about why. Tell me, tell me about, about religion, <laughs> politics. Tr- talk a lot about transgender people, and <laughs> tell me about the clouds, Blake. <laughs> tell me about the clouds. I, I wanted to better. hear about the rabbits. <laughs> We are in a weird cultural pendulum. You know what I mean? Like things are going to swing back the other Always way. Always do, right? And obviously you don't want it to swing back the the opposite direction where we no. just go back to being complete pieces of shit to women and, you know, like objectifying women. And, and I've never done anything that you just said. I, of course not. And <laughs> But we also, we need we need to find our, our footing mm-hmm. as a people. Mm-hmm. And be able to agree on a few certain things. Yeah, there needs to be changes in every because yeah. I do. I've I think wrong. <laughs> you do. There are several times where I go. Wait, Clearly, why did I think of no, that? But in we that term, all do. Those terms we all do. shouldn't. Like yeah. we all have hot takes and and knee jerk reactions and and like you know I, I I'll hear Donald Trump say something and I just I'm I. Facebook post, Twitter post, I, you know, I'm immediately just yeah, like, immediately you're you know, just like, I want without to put ever his like, skin on a scarecrow without ever <laughs> thinking to myself like, okay, well maybe I need to take a step back and actually look at what's happening mm-hmm. and what's going on. And could be a big distraction for something else fucked up. Every, you know, someone else well, is doing. and for sure, not only that, like he's going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So like take a minute and formulate some thoughts about it. And mm-hmm. like, you know, Try to get it across in an intelligent and succinct way exactly. without just being a knee-jerk, you know, asshole, basically. Because yeah. I'm so... T- I mean, this this permeates every segment of society. Mm-hmm. It's not politics. It's, it's fucking sports. It's fucking, like, yeah. whatever. Like, people are homeless problems in Durango, Colorado. Yeah. We all just have these, like, hot takes that we all have to, like, well, fuck that. Like, that's not the way... Based on a headline. You know, based, based on, on very headline. little information. Of course, you know? And, like, I... I let's just gather more information so that being said i know exactly where you're going blake i think you can agree with me this border wall awesome idea Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's where you're going with this right obviously that's where i was going with that sean's always driving Uh, right into that wall that seems to be that's my job after the break i get weird especially when i took two puffs of the fucking snoop dog weed i'll do a border wall when it's actually made of a thousand pound bricks and it's like I want the Great Wall of fucking America. Or I don't want anything. I'll support the Great Wall <laughs> the great of America. Wall of America. If I want to be able to see it from space. Contractually, or, or contractually, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. If, every, if every 150 yards of the wall on both sides, serving both sides, is a Panda Express, I'm in. <laughs> you call it the Great Wall, sponsored by the most American fake Chinese thing ever. It's because that's what it is. It's a fake American Chinese thing. It, just, it really is. As long as Panda the- Express is feeding both sides, both currencies coming in. But when they're on, they're on. <laughs> oh, no. No one does sweet chicken. Yeah. Like, like fucking Panda Express. 
Let's be honest. Y'all want some of that sugar uh, burn? It's like, it's yeah. like 22%. Give me six sugar burns. Oh. 22%? That's so yeah. specific. It's so good, it's worth... <laughs> you roll the dice, God. and you're like, it's okay. It's God. worth it's worth me okay. confetti popping the toilet that I this, hit on the called, next exit. Can you order the coin flip diarrhea? That's <laughs> what it's called. Dude. This is actually amazing, like, jumping off point for to wrap this up. Yes. Like, what is... I want everyone's guilty pleasure. Like grossest, uh, worst thing? Grossest, worst. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Bojack's bringing his opinion. Bojack's, yeah, Bojack yeah. Dogman's getting cray-cray. Yeah, he's eating Mr. Bill <laughs> as we speak. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> crotch first. Oh, no. Crotch, crotch first. Blake has the coolest dog that yeah, I've ever seen. Dog. So fucker. I mean, this thing. Hi. Look at it. I don't know what. I, is I don't know. Imagine the shaggy dog if it had been working out. Yeah, not he's so puffy. Polar bear. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a sure. dog once it passes but away. No, like, I'd wear it. How about like, what's your guilty pleasure? Like, if you're going to go dark one night, like I'm gonna eat like. I, I, does it have to be? Is it full food? blackout? Is it anything? full blackout? No, it could be mushrooms. It I mean, it could no, be it should be food. It should be it food. Come on, food for sure. Your dirtiest food, food like, for sure. Dumber, is it wiener schnitzel? But like, if you want to include like, oh, this is also White what I slam. Yeah. I go White Claw and White right. Castle. You know what I mean? Like if that's your so thing, racist. then go White Claw, White Castle. <laughs> don't don't shoot till you see the whites of his diet. White Claws and White Castle. I'm going to start with Aaron. Start with Aaron. Wow. Guilty, Guilty pleasure. Because you're, you're a foodie. You're, I no, hate no. that. But yeah, I You guess. drink I, I work beautiful in. wines and you eat amazing food. I try to. But the when you want to go full dirtbag, a man of great Ooh. sophistication. <laughs> That's so Dude, hard. your radio voice is so, when you yeah, get deep and get close, you're like the new Orson yeah. Welles. Yeah. yeah, you're like I'm, aggro NPR. Every time you talk, I'm half-masked. <laughs> <laughs> it's God. like Joe Biden died. Hey, dude, fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh. <laughs> Sorry, God. too soon. That was good. Go, so go dirtbag on me. So much editing. I know. Um, <laughs> so I don't, dude, I don't even. There's so many. <laughs> there's who do I? Who do I think? Well, you said yours. Yours is pizza, right? Pizza's a big pizza dude. So what's the dirtiest? I, I, only because it's bread and cheese. I'm a salt and fat. <clears throat> Yeah, right. Guy. I'm right. not a sweet guy. I'm not like I don't indulge in that area. I always indulge in like salty fat. Shit, yeah, like just dirt baggy. I'm full with you, like pepperoni. Okay, so use rolls. Like may or may not that have type a, of shit gets more. Yeah, me. I was about to say you may have an affiliation with Home Slice Pizza. So like they have a thing called the pepperoni roll. It's oh. disgusting. Which I fucking love those things. It, it they're, might they're, be the grossest slash most amazing thing I've ever put in my face. Such night night food. I mean, and it's, it's even better the next it's morning. Ambient. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little, dude, little it's ambient. Dude, love microwave on that. Mm. You know what? I poach it's an egg, ambient put it right food. on top. Oh. I poach an egg. Yes. <laughs> You're just, such a, you don't poach oh. shit. You shut your mouth. But is it classic? I can poach an egg. Is it classic? No, it's dirtbag. It's so dirtbag. But mm. I, mean, I don't know. I think the pepperoni pizza, roll is dirtbag. I have an affinity for like if you could dip. If you're full shit bag. If I can dip shit in blue cheese and shit like that dressing right. as well. Well, you know what you need. Like if I, I took a calzone <clears throat> with like sausage and dipped it in blue cheese. Like I'm one of those. Like I'm yeah. just like. Dude, I have the well, perfect thing I'm for you. if I'm doing it, I'm going to kill myself. If you want an easily dippable version, I believe Ernest Hemingway said 
pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, <laughs> pizza, pizza at supper time. If pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. I quote, he was hammered, hammered. And I believe some company may have stolen that shit from him, <laughs> but he wrote that shit. Off. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it does have, his cadence. It has his cadence. It has his cadence. Thank you, Blake. That was his last yeah. words while he's crying with the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was David Mamet. <laughs> that, that was the that was the first end of Death of a Salesman. Yeah. And they said, you know, instead what? of crashing I the car into the wall, aggressive guys. Yeah. He just kills himself with yeah. pizza bagels. Shotguns are for closers. Crouch, you got mm. a dirt bag meal? Something you not a meal. It could be fast food. It Is could it be Popeyes? No, it's sweet southern heat. Ooh, Ooh hot chicken type shit. Barbecue chips. Ooh, from oh. the market. Really? Okay. That's it? I've never had those. What are they called again? Say Sweet. Again? <laughs> so mad. Say it again. <laughs> Sweet Southern Heat. Sweet Southern Heat. Barbecue chips it's from slower. the, you know how they have their whole line yeah. of shit? No, yeah, go it's, on. It's on that line. Uh, go on. That'd be the best gay porn name for you. Sweet Southern Heat. I feel like I'm eating Idris Elba in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I literally just embarrassed myself. <laughs> Brought to you by Night Snakes. <laughs> Night Snakes! The exclusive. It's coming to a red box near you. <laughs> it's a red box release. That's good. Direct Let's to do red. it. Direct, Direct to, to red, red box. box. Only That's a participating red box. Right? It's unstreamable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's <laughs> amazing. Redbox. So it's it's streamable. It's streamable. <laughs> now available on Redbox. Fuck. Human Centipede 2, a Serbian film, Cannibal Holocaust, <laughs> yeah. everything that's unstreamable. Night Snake. King Flamingo. Sean Mo. So you know what mine is. You're dirty. My dirty, dirty thing. And you're asking. Thing. You're asking Moriarty. You're asking Chudinsky what his favorite guilty food is. And I'm not. I don't want to hear what you're. And because I work out a lot is to stay food. this fat, like I do. I, feel I you. lift a lot. I feel you. I, so if I if, if if there was, and I've always said if there was one of these near me, I'd be 800 pounds. But I had a severe problem growing up in California with Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Yeah. Jack in the Box. I knew you were going just there. The, wow. Just, just the. That's your guilty pleasure. That's my guilty pleasure because not only can I do an around the world kind of thing when I eat there, not only can I be like, not only do I want breakfast, I want a breakfast jack, give me some egg rolls, give me a fucking chicken fajita pita. You can get all sorts of different types of food from fucking Jack in the Box. But it's that good. I do. I I used to be able to eat 5,000 calories of Jack in the Box in the five minute drive from the drive through to my house. I wasn't sit. I wasn't driving, of course. Then it would take me about twice the time. But when I'm in the passenger seat, I could put it down in that five not. minutes. Of course and my not. my friend would just be like, "Look over when we pulled up to my house, and there was just bacon ultimate cheeseburger wrappers and like ranch and like <laughs> everywhere." And I was just like, "I don't well, know didn't, what I did." Didn't Bobby wake up with a half of a Jorge's dirty no. burrito embroiled? Do you know they just like, fight with they his just chest hair. Wrung your shirt out. And <laughs> yeah, that's where <laughs> awesome sauce came from. That's yeah. where awesome sauce. That and the I Jorge's burrito one. So Jorge's dirty burrito. Have you ever had this? No. It's a pork orgy in a tortilla. Macho sells it, and they're like they throw every pork product imaginable in it, and maybe some beef too. But there's so. no cheese, there's no beans, there's mm. nothing else. It's just 
Meat. Pork. It's a giant <laughs> pork it's stick. So narvar. But it's <laughs> delicious. So we got Jack in the Box. We got Jack some uh, the, the City Market we barbecue got chips. Potato chips. Hot Sounds southern amazing. heat. I also love Chick Fil A with a passion, but I just can't. Do you? Oh, can't do it. You can't there. do it. No, this I week. Can't do it. Well, you tried well, to go no. that on Sunday. It didn't work out. <laughs> Guys, this week they actually stopped. They made an announcement and they stopped giving any money to any of those organizations, and they're LGBTQ friendly now. Probably because they mean, were losing money. That, <laughs> you can't just do that. You, don't, that can't you can't be just true. do that in ten seconds. Did like, they really do that? No, they said yeah. that. The, well, they stopped donating to the uh, to the like the packs and things that yeah, were pushing yeah. for any anti gay yeah. really? legislation. The Klan. Is that what you? Were I know so it tasted so much better when it was bad it and dirty. So this is a, I feel like I'm give, I am sacrificing so much by not eating that chicken sandwich for my morals. Right? God, I'm proud of you. <laughs> like I know that people you're like not stabbing people for Popeyes. You know, the Inquisition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Torquemada. This is a gorgeous segue into my dirtbag food. Which is? Oh. Because I, my, my people no over approach. at Popeyes have basically created the situation for Chick-fil-A. They, they have devastated the spicy chicken planet. Wait, is this why Chick-fil-A is now <laughs> coming over to the... No, this is the whole Popeyes. Popeyes like, people Popeyes stab shit. This? People are getting shot. Dude, there's, they're flipping these sandwiches Why? for 20 bucks. They're so good. They're buying like 20 of these and then flipping them in parking lots for 20 bucks a piece for a profit. Good. Yeah. But not like, El Moro Tuesday. Straight up, chicken people sandwich are getting good. into fist fights and cops are getting shot over Popeye's chicken. It's happening. I'm not kidding. I have this is a real these. thing. <laughs> this one is. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't. Um, <laughs> the closest Popeye's is. That's the exact opposite. <laughs> The closest Popeyes, I think, is three hours and 30 minutes away, probably, in Albuquerque, because it's Mm. fairly uh, south, I think. They don't have one in Farmington? Uh, No, there's never been a shame. So, this chicken sandwich, is it spicy? It's a Tennessee hot style. So, it's like like the Tuesday morrows. Potato bun, the whole. But, apparently, I haven't had one yet. This Popeyes chicken sandwich is. Preposterous. What they put in it? Basil. I mean, I, I yeah. yeah, probably some sort of blue meth. Yeah, because people are going absolutely bananas over this chicken sandwich. And I will say this: I've been a huge proponent of Popeye's chicken for twenty years. Uh, me too. Every chance I get to go to Popeye's chicken, I go to Popeye's chicken. I've never. Driven by a Popeye's chicken. Nope, nope. Me neither. Not one time <laughs> in my life. I used to eat Popeye's all the time in Biloxi, mm-hmm. where I was stationed in the Air Force. There was one right around the corner from my dorm room in Biloxi. And um, I gained 30 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Shock. And in like huh. six months, because uh, I did nothing but eat okay, if, popcorn shrimp. And <laughs> who here has anyone here had that, the chicken sandwich? No, no, no. We're talking no, from complete blindness, right? Yeah. There is no Popeyes. There's the, are there Popeyes in Denver? Uh, yes, there's got to be every major city. There's a Popeyes. Mm-hmm. So and I'm honestly, going to the Denver best one's right on Colfax, and it's is so it? early, right, but it's I'm, so good. I'm going. I'm going. I'm yeah. going. It's right. It's like a block away from uh, Pinche Taco. <laughs> no, but oh, okay. oh I yeah. went there. Yeah, it's like I a block. It's it's between Pinche Taco and Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donuts. Okay, so I know my shit. No, we're wrapping it up, aren't we? Yeah. We want to thank everybody for listening. The last two have gotten some good feedback about the green light th- stuff and everybody enjoying it. So thank you. Thank you, Blake. Despite ourselves. For being a fucking... <laughs> um, Blake, do you have anything? The do you, bestest you wanna... of hosts. I know you're you're up for a good 
Goodreads Award if you want to like no, throw it, a shout out. I mean, you yeah. know, you have a moment. He wants wanna... mostly to talk about Night Snakes. <laughs> yeah, dude, tell me more about Night Snakes. <laughs> That's my passion project. Good. No, I know. I'm for writing, sure. directing, and starring in it. I'm also going to edit it and produce it and distribute it. <laughs> I know. Direct, I read uh, you direct, direct, direct I read, you I read on uh, IMDb that Michael Bay might option this for a uh, Hulu series. <laughs> We're in talks. We're in talks. <laughs> it's a little, uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> the feedback was it felt a little elevated. I honestly think it's kind of a pie elevated. in the sky, but I wish you all the luck in the world. Yeah. With and you are going to have that trademark issue where you have to like pay the patent. You have to pay Rudy Raymore for Night Snakes because it was a porn that he made in the 70s. Uh, titles are not copyrightable. Yeah. Ooh, no. yeah, uh, plus, that one's not scary unless suck you're scared of giant long black dicks. Then it is scary, but it was a porn movie. So you have it's a different realm. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> Sweet George. You guys didn't see that coming? What did you think of Rudy no, Ray? You actually have to edit this, so it's your fault. You I, also, I also fucking watch car crashes, too. Do you watch them with James Spader and I then you fuck like, him right afterwards? Uh, Sean, do you have any new projects you want to spin up? I mean... <laughs> Every fucking week, you two idiots get to just go home and jerk off and eat while I, like I said before, huddled over a keyboard like Ben Kingsley and Schindler's List doing all the legwork. Did you say Banksy and Schindler's No, no, Ben Kingsley. Dude, Banksy did Schindler's List. Who's not funding that? I feel like the whole like red coat over a black and white movie is the basis for Banksy's entire game. From the producers of Night. <laughs> it comes a reimagining, a reimagining, a redimensional imagining. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you, Th- Blake. Thank you for letting us into your home for the last time. Yeah, I'm sure Bobby um, will be back. Too. Guys, I, I hope you have a fantastic week. Yeah. We will reconvene next week. Blake's probably not going to be there, but don't tell him. <laughs> no, no. Do we have a, do you have a quick pearl of wisdom? Oh, we got clutch your pearls of wisdom. Clutch your pearls of wisdom. Yeah, and we'll go. And Blake could be last because we he has nothing. And I don't have anything prepared. So, um, clutch your pearls of wisdom is where we say five <laughs> words that makes the, you know our stupid thoughts that we throw out that weren't already fucking thrown out. Sean already threw out all of his racism. So it's like a serotonin drop when you do too much Molly. <laughs> now he's released all of his racists okay. and it takes him a full day to re-up. Um, Shit, all right. Yeah. Um, treat yourselves well, at least for now, and you can plan to party later, but take care of yourself tomorrow and make sure that partying is very limited. Because you can get go down the rabbit hole on it. Right. Just be good to yourself in between the hard nights. Okay, they all can't be hard nights. That's solid Durango logic. It yeah. really is. Yeah, I've seen. I'm seeing it more and more. I've so I it. have yeah. to. I've yeah. seen it go the other way. Yes. Yeah, sure. um, <laughs> clutch your pearls of wisdom and don't ever introduce your smart friends to these guys. <laughs> 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 um, oh, that's salient. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry if that's too topical. <laughs> It's so on the nose. <laughs> it didn't have to be so on the nose. You could have um, nuanced the shit out of that. And you just went in. No, no. Uh, honestly, though, real quick, I just, I honestly, I want to reach out and say thank you to Blake. This was fucking great. This was awesome. We dude. love thank you. Thank you coming guys up here. For coming. So much fun, and uh, we're gonna Gracious heavily edit host. this, and you will get the abridged version of whatever this is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love Blake. He's a great guy. 
he won't ever promote himself, but I will tell you guys, please, by all means, go out and, and uh, read Dark Matter, read the Wayward Pine series, read Recursion. Um, there's He's got a million other books. Um, it, he's an amazingly talented guy, and I've known him for a really long time, and I can't say enough about him. And uh, we really appreciate him letting us uh, fuck up his house. Oh, <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> yeah. 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 All right, so mine's kind of on the same... Uh, level. I want to say to everybody that there's there's plenty of people out there that you hold, you put up on a pedestal, you know, you look at them like your heroes. And I'm here to tell you after tonight, don't meet your heroes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could read someone's amazing science fiction novels and develop such a following. And then you go to their fucking house and they're like, hey, by the way, fucking Night Snakes is my next project. It's like, thanks, Michael Samino. I'm looking forward to Heaven's Gate. Oh like, <laughs> Night Snakes is your Heaven's Gate. And oh. I'm glad that I, I'm, I'm, I'm no, sad. The, oh the sequel to Night that Snakes. Was, yeah. <laughs> The sequel to Night Snakes. It takes place in the snow. It's called White Snakes. <laughs> the end. White Snakes. It gets snakier. We're still working on some licensing musical issues, but you yeah, know what we're thinking. Definitely, definitely. Um, I think I've heard James David Carter is kind of a shrewd negotiator. Carter a fucking barracuda. <laughs> he wears the pants. Uh, the pants don't wear him. <laughs> Blake, clutch, <laughs> your like, give a clutch, clutch your pearls of wisdom moment before we get out of your life probably forever <laughs> <laughs> since our last meeting uh, um, be brave that's it there you go yeah fuck yes that's yeah. All you need. brevity yeah be brave soul of wit I like that yeah yeah Primus sucks let's get out of here suck a dick so does Blade Runner